hey guys, brand new podcast. I'm on tour. Go to burtburtburt.com. These are the cities I am currently in. They're scrolling right now. I'm sure it's Boston, D.C. Is this the beginning of November? It's yep. mid-November, beginning of November. Mm-hmm. D.C., back to Boston, New York City. I wonder if I'm running the New York City Marathon. Did I lose any weight? Did we do Sober October? I'm rec- recording this read a little early because I'm on the road, motherfuckers. Fox Theater in Detroit, Riverside in Milwaukee, Orpheum in Minneapolis. Holy shit, Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. How big is that? Cleveland. I am in Cleveland. We need to move some tickets in Cleveland. All I know is Rocket... We must be doing like the smaller theater in there. Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. That is like, I think that's where Jake Paul fought. Holy shit. Yeah, we must be doing the theater inside there. But I definitely need some help. I will be on Rover's Morning Glory coming up very soon. So if you're in Cleveland, I'll be getting drunk and talking shit on that amazing radio show. Go to burpburpburp.com for tickets. Jesus Christ. Today's uh, guest. We did not expect this podcast to go where it went, did we? No. It was a, was a three-hour podcast? Uh, a little over two hours. A little over two-hour podcast. And we started off talking a little bit about uh, her family, Alaska. She was born in, born in Germany, moved to Mississippi, then moved to Alaska for like high school, teenage years. And uh, she is an amazing comedian. We, we end up also talking a little bit about rheumatoid arthritis. If you have rheumatoid arthritis, this might be a must listen for you. We end up talking about eating healthy, about losing weight. We talk very highly of a bunch of female comedians who have been losing weight and are inspiring people to lose weight. Um, and then we start talking a little bit about mental health. Do we? Yeah. <clears throat> and it's a great, it's a great, 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 open, honest conversation. She has an album out right now. She has a song out right now. Yeah. It's called Now I Need Whiskey. It's called Now I Need Whiskey. And at the end of this, we play Wagon Wheel. I play the guitar. She sings. It is. Oh, and we call Jennifer Nettles on the phone mm-hmm. and FaceTime her. Uh, it's a great podcast. You're going to love it. She's got a new comedy album out right now. It's called Horny for Death. Please go to iTunes and buy it. Horny for Death. Jessica Michelle Singleton. Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen singer, songwriter, Sugarland fan. Rheumatory arthritis, however, uh, stand-up comedian, Jessica Michelle Singleton. This is Hey, both of you assholes, stop. This is so fucking annoying. Oh, come on. Come on, Mac. He should he should lose interest in a second. All right, I'll, I'll ignore him. Yeah. Do you have a dog? I have two. You do? Those hot sauces are fucking good. Are you rolling? All right, guys. Hey, hey, why don't you go sit down? Mac, come here. Mac, sit up here. Okay, Izzy, you take that one. Tap that one with the cool on it. Mac, get up there. Oh, come on. Come on, Mac. Do it. There you go. There you go. Okay, good boy. Large and he's man. down. This and fucking back. dog. Okay. No, Mac. Mac. No, no. Come here. Come on. <laughs> okay, Mac. We're getting you really riled up now. All right. Jesus Christ, Izzy, get back up here. Good boy, Mac. Good boy. Good boy, Mac. No, there's Whoa. nothing in there, Mac. There's nothing. Is there weed in there? What's he looking for? 
God damn it. They're, they're hosing our backyard down. So, uh, so these two fucking lunatics go crazy. See if they're still hosing it down, Halston. <laughs> Jesus. Mac. And all right. All right. Back. There we go. Here we go. Just come here. Sit down. Well, all right. Talk. I'm untucking. All right, Halston, are we rolling? Um, <laughs> I brought you here because I want you to help me write my country song, Mississippi Lickin'. <laughs> I, uh, I, I wish that was, I would, that would be my honor. Are so you wait, kidding? Tell me, tell me what happened with this country song. Dude, so my boyfriend is a musician. He's in a band called the Mowgli's and a new band called Modern Original. Not country at all. Yeah. I, I've always wanted to be a country singer. I'm fucking, I'm a bumpkin. Well, I'm white trash. Halston, Halston is a legit uh, musician, like legit musician. Well, hello. And he was, and as soon as we were playing your song, I played your song before, but we were playing it last night and he goes, oh, she can legit fucking sing. Yeah, I yeah. I wanted to be a country singer before I wanted to be a comedian, but for then real? I was like, I think I have a face for comedy, so like, let's go <laughs> doing the hair. It's too much of a commitment, you know what I mean? Um, quarantine, lockdown. I just bothered my boyfriend until he gave in. I was like, really? you got, you know, music. You got a friend that's a producer. I just wore him down for real. Which on the when I think about it, I'm like, oh man, if he did that to me with comedy, I would be like, stop it. Oh shit! I didn't even think about that. Well, it's it's funny because. Uh, because it's it's it is interesting when someone else goes into your profession that you do for a living and you're like I and, know and it's like oh I did the thing but the that, song was really good thanks man oh it's like I always I it's, it, this is very dorky I like tried to write country music in college but it was just like lyrics on paper that I'm like I have an idea of a melody and it's just tucked in a binder somewhere but I love country music I know the format I grew up on it like 90s country is still my favorite like the thing I play most on for Spotify. real so oh, I'm not yeah. so I'm not like a like, like, lay down, please fucking lay down. God damn it, Mac. Just fucking ignore everyone, Mac. Just lay down, lay down. Port of the dog's like, oh, country? Then you must love dogs. <laughs> oh, look at me, just stares at you. It's such an aggressive look, too, when, when he just stares at people. This is, you can tell that I have just, like, lay love down, down, issues down, that down, I'm like, he's looking at me. He, uh, he's got love issues. This oh, yeah. Dog. It's this just... one's perfect. Oh. Our dog situation is we have one that's deaf and, deaf and blind. Perfect. She's now oh. Sta <laughs> oh. she's standing in a shower now somewhere, Aww. just staring at a wall, going. Ah, ah. Oh, it's gotta be so scary. And then no, she's <laughs> a little one. And then this one we got to keep our other dog who passed away. We got her to keep Priscilla young. And then when Priscilla passed, this Aww. one was depressed, so we got this moron. <laughs> and then this guy is just like, I mean, he's a beast. Well, he's so he doesn't realize he's 140 pounds, and he just comes, runs up. And just leaps onto things. Oh, I mean, they God. moved our furniture around in our living room so much that we had to get new furniture because <laughs> it, it wasn't heavy enough. They jump on it and just push it into the kitchen. Oh my God! Yeah, I mean, they, these are like big. There we go. There I we could go. ride there this dog. There we go. There we go. Oh, there we there go. Good boy, man. It's a miracle. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he Lay eats down. my shoe. <laughs> he's just sniffing your foot aggressively. Oh, he's like every man on the internet. How are you? You know, Doctor Drew told me one time um, that basically every sexual thing you're into just showed up in your childhood and you have no control over it oh yeah that makes total sense but i still wonder what happened to people with feet i'm okay things. i'm into feet and i'll tell you why uh i won't say the person's name i'm trying to i'm trying to pull over a, a new leaf <laughs> what, are you, what are you like addicted to feet oh no 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 because no. i'm really sorry for wearing these no no these i have sandals. great i have great feet. me too i had I, i've made money off my feet for real oh yeah i had a guy sending me so much money for a while and then he just like kind of like disappeared. He just oh, there was. That. And he was like trying to get sober from manically spending money on feet videos. But 
this one's really in defeat. The, <laughs> I, 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 in seventh grade, in eighth grade, I was the first time I fell in love. And the person I fell in love with had, and I'm sure still has, the most amazing feet. Like wow. perfectly tan. I love tan feet. I love feet. My wife doesn't have. Do you like the has, flip flop tan? Uh, no, no, you no. You want the full tan. I want full tan. I want full tan on a foot. But that, but I'm out of that. Like I'm out of that now because uh, because I realize that with that comes a lot of skin damage. But uh, <laughs> now, oh, yeah. Florida feet. Florida feet, dude. <laughs> Woof. And uh, we, like, just turn into gators. <laughs> my wife has my wife has good feet, but good feet, but good older lady feet. Yeah, like classy. Classy feet. Like where these aren't like fake Botox feet. These are like aged well good feet. Yeah, yeah. These are good feet. So wait, let's go back to country music. Yeah. So you always liked country music? Yeah. I mean, I grew up in... So I was born in Germany, but we moved to Southern Mississippi when I was like three. You were born in Germany? Dad yeah. in the military? Yeah, dad in the military. What kind? Air Force? Air Force, yep. yeah. And uh, got restationed at Keesler Air Force Base, Southern Mississippi. Wow. It's just, it's country people. So are you from Mississippi? I moved to Alaska in sixth grade. So I oh, say Alaska. Another. Alaska is very redneck, though. Like it's very it's polar opposite weather, but it is absolutely the south of the north. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> in yeah. In a lot of ways. There's it. Alaska is really interesting because the men it's a little bit like, yeah, keep go somewhere and just get the fuck out. <laughs> just go and then sit up there. Look at those balls. Oh, look at me. Look at it. Oh, yeah. Okay, it's just, yeah, there you go. Look at these big Alaskan balls. There you go. Oh, oh, good boy. What a good boy. Oh, good boy. Oh. Um, <laughs> though, but, uh, but Alaska's interesting because the men are bigger. The men are stronger. A lot of the, well, the older, women are bigger and stronger, yeah, too. Everyone. everyone. I, did a, I did a show up there in Kilchut, Kilkut. Kilkut Charlie. That's where I recorded Charlie's. my first album. Yeah, it's wild. For real? Yeah. Is that where you recorded your album? My no, first, that's not the one. Not the one that's that the coming one? out. But... Well, no, the one we were listening to. Is that a Chilkoot? Please, please don't leave me. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, Chilkoot Charlie. That sounds like Chilkoot Charlie. I wanted that. I was like, I want like a red. That's my, those are my people, you know, yeah. just like wild maniacs. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, the, I find Alaska fascinating. And I find that the older people, it's almost like, you don't ask them why you moved to Alaska. No. Because everyone's kind of got like On a- On the run. A little bit of a vibe. Or, or it's like they did something or they're escaping something, whether it's something they terribly did or emotions. I mean, we moved there because my dad retired from the military, got into drugs, abandoned the family. And then my mom was a, losing her mind. Hold on, your dad got into drugs? Oh yeah, big time. I didn't Wait. know at the time that's what was going on. Air Force was at speed? Yeah, is that an Air Force thing? Yeah. Yeah. Whoa, I just like always this you're like changing my life because I always was like, I guess when he retired, he must have, but no. No, now that makes sense. He was stealing my brother's Ritalin when he was a little kid. Okay, so so one of the big things, um I so the, there's those pilots that fly like fucking Oh, they have to go so many hours. They have to go so many hours so that the Air Force and by the way, this is allegedly I don't fucking know yeah, don't anything, come but after I, him, Air Force. By, by the way, I've partied with some Air Force guys and this is what they told me. It's <laughs> it's uh it's called a a daffodil, um, adaphil or something, and it's a pill, a and it just keeps. I, I remember. I think it's like something like that, a daffodil. Adderall? No, but it's it's like a, it's a version of Adderall. Probably the old version where they're like, we got to tone this down. I think it's the or like old, the super version. It's of the it. version where it's jacked up. Yeah. And so and so a lot of those guys take that, and you're you're dialed in. I mean, I can't imagine being in a little fucking cockpit high as a kite, just being like, <laughs> oh, I want to write a song. Although maybe that's. I mean. Flying a plane, I feel like, would be terrifying. So maybe you need that, like, woo! Yeah, did your dad fly planes? No, 
I think he like mopped floors. I don't know. He had to retire early because he couldn't. It's like he couldn't get promoted. He like couldn't pass the test. Oh, for real? Yeah. So, so. I don't know. I didn't mop floors, but I don't know what he did. It definitely he definitely wasn't a pilot. Okay. So, but um, so your dad, your dad get got like way into it. Hi, big boy. Okay. Just this is so aggressive. <sighs> He's just, just you know what? I respect that he is relentlessly who he is. Yeah, that's what my wife says about me. <laughs> I, am I don't respect it in you, but <laughs> he's literally, he gets it from you. So your dad gets addicted to drugs and then leaves. Stop, yeah. stop, stop, stop. I know. I'm like, oh. Hey, Andrew, will you call Mac? Is Andrew still here? Can Fuck. I crack this? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. My one broken nail. A little can nail. <laughs> See if they're still spraying for water out there. Mm. Come on, Mac. Come on, Mac. Oh, that's good. See if they're still spraying water out there. And then we'll just put them out back. Okay, just open the doors. Oh, Unleash mom's here. Go get her. Go. Go get her. <gasps> who's that? What is it? Who's there? Go get him. Oh, who's there? Izzy, go get your brother. Oh. Thank God. It's like so distracting to have them in here. You know, I was thinking about Chelsea Handler today. I was on the treadmill. She's dating Joe Coy. Did you know that? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like oh, my head's exploding. In, it's all in the news. Oh, wow. I'm, it's all in the news. I hate the news. She said she was. <laughs> they're in love, and it's so crazy because they've known each other for so long. Can't wait to ask Joe about it. But Joe's pretty private, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I guess I don't ever hear. I didn't even know Joe Coy was available to be dated. So, uh, yeah, I did. I actually private. did. I, he, he, he had a girlfriend for a long time and then they broke up a while ago. <laughs> By the way, Joe's like, Hey Bert, please keep my shit private. I try to keep my shit private. Yeah. He's like, there's a reason I don't talk about it. Yeah. I just like assumed I was like, hey, I think he's in a relationship. Didn't like think twice about it. But no, that's... he's got a, he's got a senior. I think he's got a son who's a senior in high school. I think. Wow. I knew he had the son yeah. and then I just didn't just from his bits. Yeah. <laughs> But um, but yeah, they. I was thinking about them today, and uh, and I was thinking Chelsea had a show on Netflix where she had her dog on set, and I remember being like, I know that that's endearing, but it was so distracting for me because I just ended up watching the dog, and then that's literally so I did the same thing. <laughs> I did the same thing. I started an interview in with two fucking beasts. Um, it's hard. So so you're you're when you're in Alaska, your dad gets addicted to drugs, and then you oh not in Alaska, he left. My he mom left. drove us from Mississippi to Alaska after my dad left. Oh, he left in Mississippi. He left in Mississippi. He got into like Mississippi meth. Oh, it was shit. just like dirt, dirt meth. How's he doing now? He's dead. Oh. Uh, he died last year. Uh, oh, that's well, yeah, I mean, whoops, sad. No, he, I mean, he was a, a fat meth head. What are you going to do? Which really? that's why I didn't, no one knew he was doing meth. Cause it's like, what are you eating the meth? How are you fat and doing meth? Shut that's insane. Like, so you, you come by your country music, honestly. No, yeah, no, it's, I I have had multiple people go, your life is like a country song. So I was like, well, fuck it. I'll just write one then. Do you remember driving to Alaska? I remember parts of it and hating my mom the whole time. Why? Because I was just, so I was in sixth grade and in Mississippi, the town I lived in, that's, you start middle school and I was just like making friends with the cool kids. And you know, it's just such an awkward time. Yeah. And now we're in a car for 13 days, 13 days with my mom who- I love, we have a good relationship now. She was a just recovered alcoholic who was very mentally ill. Just on caffeine pills 12 hours a day. Like, it's an adventure, kids. Oh my God. Yeah, we like spun out on an overpass in Oklahoma and I we, like had to get the car towed to a place and I was like crying in a gas station. Like, I'm just going to stay here. Like, it was a nightmare. And you're, you have a brother? 
I do have one older brother. Uh, my mom ended up remarrying in Alaska. And so then I got two younger stepbrothers, but it was me, my brother, my mom, just, she's like the, to the great North. And I hated cold weather. All I remembered from Germany was being sat in the snow and going, ah. Oh my God. <laughs> it was, oh, it was hell. <laughs> so wait, so how long did, how long before you started enjoying Alaska? It took a long time. Uh, Cause you, at that age, you don't really have any perspective for how beautiful it is no it, you know what i didn't i knew i was like yeah it's beautiful i didn't appreciate the beauty until this year when i went back are you serious yeah like i was like it's nice but i finally went on i think it was like i had to get far enough removed from my own like family trauma anger that all happened there yeah to appreciate it's, it, but it's there's nothing like it. I want there's a house nothing there. like it. You see bald eagles all the time, just everywhere, or like bears and moose just out in nature. I, I when I the first time I ever went to Alaska, and I think I've been there. I think I've been there a few times. You should go back. I wonder how many times I've been to Alaska. They'd make I'd you be able king. To tell you. I'll be able to tell you. <laughs> I, just, I love a fucking iPhones are so good with a guy like with bad memory like this because I don't my fucking memory shit and and <sighs> I and I and I and which isn't great for a guy who tells stories. No, I fu- mine already is. It's like already gone. It, but I think the iPhones help, but also probably contribute to it. <laughs> probably, but what I do is I go to the maps and then I can go to Alaska. I have twenty five pictures in Alaska. Whoa. Um, let's see. It looks like I've been to Alaska. Looks like I've been to Alaska. Looks like I've been once. <laughs> Were you there before iPhones? Uh, no. Wow. I was there in 2000, September of 2013. Dang. Um, you did Chilkoot Charlie's then? Yeah, here's a picture of me at Chilkoot Charlie's. Well, that's not me, but that's Chilku Charlie's. Oh, that is definitely Chilku Charlie's. Yeah. It's just and two then, drunk women and then, uh, in lights. <laughs> those are a picture of my balls. Well, that's Chilku Charlie's too, probably. God bless Alaska. <laughs> yeah, Alaska's so fucking beautiful. <laughs> we got off the grid. Um, we took these jet boats up uh, up a river for like five hours and got off the grid. And Were you there in the summer? in september i was there in september oh great so it was it was a little cold i think it's and just starting it's like right before it dumps yeah and it was wait how long did you live in alaska for uh i got there in sixth grade and then i graduated high school at 17 so like i don't know seven six so you seven lost years. your virginity in alaska oh yeah on a waterbed so, with nascar sheets hopped up on benadryl yep hopped up on Woo! benadryl and it wasn't like recreational it was <laughs> the guy had cats and so I took a Benadryl thinking this will help my allergies. Nothing. Now that I'm saying this, it's kind of problematic that I was like Benadryled out while my boyfriend was like, I'm deflowering you or whatever. It was like 30 seconds of me being like, all right, well, this is fun. What did he, what did he say? Take that, you pig. <laughs> Take that dick, you filthy pig. Take that dick, you uh, filthy pig. And I was like, he's the one. You get me. He drove a purple Astro van. What a character that really? guy was. Yeah. Do you ever do you follow him on Instagram or on Facebook? Oh, no. you know what? We're Facebook friends. This is this is crazy. He stick around. He got in a really bad uh snow machine accident. Snowmobiles is what people who aren't from Alaska sleds, call them. Sleds. Yeah, so yeah, sleds, sled necks. Those are like, oh, that was a show yeah. they tried to do in Alaska. I'm like, those are like, those are literally my friends. Um got ended up in a wheelchair. But then I met up with him a couple, like, not too long after. I just was like, oh, let's have lunch or something. He got out of his car and, like, you know, 
helped himself to the back and pulled out the wheelchair. And I was like, oh, you're learning to walk again. And he was like, yeah, but, you know, I get like more attention from girls when I'm in the wheelchair. And now he's like always in the wheelchair. And it's been like 10 years. Oh, wow. <laughs> so people are crazy. We went When we went to Alaska, <laughs> we met uh, the guys. These guys took us up river. And then they're like, uh, I said something. I said something about um, who's the lady that ran for vice president? Oh, Palin. God, she's so hot. Oh, what I was babe. like, I was like, uh, so do you guys know Sarah Palin? And they're like, yeah. I was like, what? And they're like, we all know her. It's kind of a small town. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, we Wasilla. Her. Were you in Wasilla? Yeah, we were. And, oh uh, yeah. And I was like, really? And they're like, yeah, he had sex with his da her daughter. And I went, shut up. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah I fucked her daughter. I'm like, are I'm you like, one of the dads? And you're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. So and but it was so awesome. We got off the grid. And we went with these like real fucking, real badass dudes. Every guy in Alaska was like a fucking badass. They're men. Like it really skewed my perspective of men. Especially now that you're hanging Ooh. around comics. Yeah, in LA and everyone's like, just could blow away in the wind. Jeff know? Ross has the softest hands in the world. I know, it's like these delicate creatures and you go home to Alaska and you're like, oh my God, it's like, Everyone is the brawny paper towel guy. Sweet. Do you is your mom still in Alaska? She's not. My mom, I uh as soon as I went to college, she started taking I think my mom's a spy. She worked for the government in Alaska, but then I went to college and she went and did like a year in Afghanistan and then two years in Iraq. She did six months in India. Doing what? Paperwork? Working for who? The US government, the army, the oh, uh, Yeah. Up. She was in Korea for the last like seven years and now but she hasn't retired yet, but she's like working. She just took a job at like a state park. Was she 65? Utah. She's almost 65. She's 64. Okay. So she's not ready to retire. She just doesn't want to, but there's eh, been a lot of weird places. That's so crazy. Uh, I, I don't know if I could, I, I don't know how I do. Why, what am I talking about? I do this all the time. I go to <laughs> other countries and then work for a fucking three months. Yeah. 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 But I was like, now I think about it. I'm like, you just went to Afghanistan for a year and lived in like a little trailer and just. Is that what she lived in? Like, yeah, a trailer? it's like a little you just a tiny, you know, you got your bed, you got your shower, you got just for. And did she have to follow Afghanistan? Don't go to Afghanistan now. Holy shit. Oh, God. I'm like, is this your doing? <laughs> the uh, did she wait? So she, where is she now? She now is in. She works at. Uh, you know where Lake Powell is on the border of? I very well do. Oh, yeah. She does Lake like Powell's the- beautiful. It's gorgeous. I've been to Lake Powell. I'll tell you all the years I've been to Lake Powell. <laughs> How much you want to bet it was September? It was 2013. That's so, I mean, it's gorgeous there. Lake Powell's in Utah, right? Yeah. She like runs the budget at the state park there. No. Um, Lake Powell is fucking outrageous. It's so I was in pretty. Lake Powell in 2014. Good time. I rented a- I rented a- Houseboat? houseboat from oh, the dream tom pryor <laughs> at antelopepointlakepowell.com yes that's my mom so she actually lives right over the border in utah but she got this little tiny house on five acres of land it's surrounded by like the escalante staircase which is this like gorgeous mountain range oh it's so actually i rented the boat from dayron j lister is who i rented it from Thank you, Dayron J. Dayron J. Ah, I had a, I had um, Lake Powell is one of the most beautiful places on the planet, in my opinion, mm -hmm. because what it is is it's. I first went there with Bobby Kelly, <laughs> and you want to hear a funny Bobby Kelly story? Ooh, that Fuck yeah! My fucking arm. I'm always wondering why that <laughs> pillow's there. I don't even like it there. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> so me, Bobby Kelly, Matt Frost. You know Matt Frost? 
Never met him, but Matt Frost yeah. and a guy named Vincent Nastry. We all went out to Vincent used to work with Barry Katz that he used to be a manager. Matt Frost used to do the bookings for Barry Katz. Bobby and I were both represented, I think, by Barry and by Matt and, and by Vincent. So we were all worked together. Wow. So we we took a trip uh, to the Grand Canyon. We wanted to see the Grand Canyon. Of course. So I had just done a TV show. I think I was in a deal. Bobby, so Bobby had just moved out to LA, I want to say. Wow. And so we, we rented a Winnebago, the four of us. Uh. And we went on a trip. We went. We went all the way up to, like, we went into Flagstaff. We went all the way up into Utah. We stayed, and we went to Lake Powell. So I said to them, we were there for 4th of July, and I said, we should rent a boat. And they were like, Bobby's like, no, let's get just get, like, a canoe or something. A canoe? like, Like, Bobby's not, Bobby is now very, very cultured. But this is old school Boston Bobby. I mean, it's like that. That was your a solution was canoe. You thought that would be well, better. Bobby like, didn't. Bobby wasn't. A, Bobby really, honestly, was not aware of the scope of this lake. Right. Yeah. Now Matt Frost is afraid of water. Also. <laughs> so so I hope I'm remembering this correctly. So we get a boat, and I rent a. I rent the boat. I rent the boat for all of us. I get huh. us like a little, and I go. Let's get some. Uh, we'll get like a wakeboard, and we'll yeah. get like a tube. And Bobby's like, definitely get the tube. I want a tube. And I was like, okay. I go, why don't you go first? So we get in the boat, take him out to the middle. Bobby gets in the tube. And I fucking whip him. And he <laughs> and he flies out of the tube. And he is fucking furious. He is in the water. Fuck that. Get, let me in the boat. I'm going to kick your ass. And I go, and I'm circling him in the boat. I go, I'm not letting you in the boat. He goes, slow the boat down. So slow the boat down. Let me in there so I can kick your ass. <laughs> and I'm laughing. I guess I'm laughing because it's such an empty threat. It's such an empty threat because he can't get in the boat. In I'm the- not going to let him in the boat to kick my ass. You can't come in here till you calm down. And I can't stop. And he goes, you tried to make me bust on purpose. And I go, Bobby, that's the point of a tube. Yeah, that's he goes, what you no, do. it's not. No, it's not, asshole. Fucking dead. You put me in the tube and you take me on a cruise. It's fun to just take me on a cruise. And I go, Bobby, I'm not letting you in the boat to kick my ass. And I go, listen, Bobby, I swear to God, get in the tube and I'll take you straight. And I'll take you straight if that's what you want. He goes, that's what I want. That's what I want. Just nice and straight. So he gets in the tube. and He goes, don't you? No funny stuff. So he gets in the tube and I start taking off. And he's sitting there behind the boat and he's just bumping and he's like, realizes this is like looking around you can see on his eyes that he's realizing this is boring as shit and then he goes fucking spin me <laughs> and so i fucking spin him and he goes yeah you're right it's more fun that way and i was like yeah get i go now you do me and he goes i can do you i go yeah and he goes i'm gonna fuck you up i go that's the point yeah is we try to fucking get each other to bust that's such if that's so like florida no you're trying to kill me in the inner tube and then i got and then and then one of the mo- more magical uh, experiences you can have at Lake Powell's because it's a man-made lake and it's and it really is a canyon so is you good. can go sit next to a sheer cliff that goes up a hundred feet yeah and just look straight up it and just and we just floated and I, I and none of them grew oh, up yeah. like I grew up in Florida so boats and lakes are very like common for us so you I was see like, them everywhere yeah yeah and so I was like I was like guys let's get in our in our life vest we'll sit in our life vest and they're like what I go put your so legs through the device. It's called bobbin. Don't you get it. Yeah. Click it in, put it on your legs like a diaper, and then let's fucking have beers and float around the lake. Go up to these walls and just enjoy it. And they were like, and Matt Frost was <laughs> fucking terrified. Shivering he lost one time. of his flip flops in the lake. He was so scared to get in the water for sharks. 
And I was like, sharks in go, a man-made lake? I, whatever. He thought there were animals in there. He was like, there's going to be animals. Bull sharks go in lakes. That's true. Bull sharks go in lakes. I go, we're in fucking Utah, Matt. Like it was, but it, it was the funniest. In a man-made, you think they moved sharks into here? God, man, we had so much fun. And then I got drunk as fuck and took the boat through those little canals. Oh. Fast as shit. Like, oh, fuck. And they were, and they were fucking terrified. But that Lake Powell is one of the more magical if, if you're listening right now and you have and you want to take your family on a trip you'll never forget rent yourself a houseboat yeah pull it up on any beach in lake powell and just chill it's the best do you ever see the video i did halston would you pull up the video of me um of me in the drone in the in the uh type in bert drone Speedo. <laughs> okay, the second one. Second one. Have you ever seen this? I love how many this videos. is Lake Powell. Oh, I haven't seen this, but I think I've been to that exact spot. Yeah. I think I uh, kayaked there. It's gorgeous. <laughs> God, by the this way, I was amazing. fat there, but I was actually in pretty good shape considering my body now. <laughs> those little like yeah those corners where you turn in the canals yeah oh so we so that was the houseboat we stayed oh. in right you just pull it right up there those so are the paddle fun. boards and we would take it in the little canals where it was just sheer it was like cliff 10, 10 feet wide and you'd take it all the way up and we'd go back there at night and we'd get high and drunk and just sit up and look at the stars and the stars the are, stars there's nothing like it there god that's my favorite i'm obsessed with looking at the stars it's just always been a thing it's so interesting like just i mean if i get too deep into it i'm like i think that we all come from stars and i don't know like but oh, i will just i could lay out i could and stare at the sky there for hours i've I, done it yeah i i uh i could i could look at the stars out there for legit out there's something pretty cool about when you get out of la and there's no light pollution yeah so it's like everything's brighter you can see the band of the milky way up there you can like see the chunk of galaxies that's like what across. we went we went to and what's crazy is you can see it but you can't take a picture of it on your phone no you never i and i cannot learn that lesson i have keep trying like maybe this phone yeah has finally figured it out yeah no i we did we went out to um to the Grand Canyon recently, me and my daughters. Nice. And here, I'll tell you exactly where we went because it's really great. I love this fucking phone that you can just go, oh, we were at um, in, where's the Grand Canyon? Arizona? Arizona, like northern Arizona. Oh, that's where we got our dog. Oh. Uh, that's Sedona. Where's huh. northern Arizona is the Grand Canyon? I think Canyon? so. Northeastern. Sounds right. Nope. That's from Travel Channel at Bear Azoto. <laughs> Arizona. There's a place called Arizona. That's amazing. Look at this. Me cuddling with a little bear cub. <gasps> oh my God. Oh, that's fucking great. That's in Arizona. Um, is it? I think it is. No. Or Arizona Nevada border. I don't even know where they border. Do they Let's border? see. I'll tell you. Because we went to this great, great, great place. Oh, here it is. Yeah, this is. We went to this great place in Meadview, oh. July 24th, in Meadview, in Kingman and Meadview. And we went and we we went and camped. It was like little cabins you could rent. 
<sighs> and we went, stayed up at night and you could see the Milky Way. Yeah. And my, me and my friend Sandy uh, smoked pie and smoked pot in a while. We smoked oh, weed. Oh, it's even better. And we stared at the Milky Way. We like, and we listened to Pink Floyd. Oh, I mean, nothing is better to me than Pink Floyd mushrooms under the stars. Oh, do you like mushrooms? Oh, I do. Like, really? I get real spiritual about it, though. Like, I don't want to rate, like, when people are like, let's do mushrooms in Vegas. I'm like, no, I need to be with the universe. I get yeah. very, and I'm not, I was never a spiritual person. I was, I grew up Catholic. Then I was like, God is dead and he's abandoned me. Uh, and then I did mushrooms and I was like, we're all one. But it's. I was just, today was thinking about adding mushrooms into my smoothie. I mean, like, just like put, microdosing? Like, yeah, like microdosing and just oh, putting. Microdosing is supposed to be great be careful though i don't know there's like a regimen for it but really i think so i you, you know you hear like crazy shit people, oh, people lose their mind but i'm like or is that just propaganda like weed will make you kill your family back in yeah. the 50s or whatever oh, they, uh, i just watched a documentary and it said lsd uh what one tab is just enough two tabs and you lose your mind forever it's like i don't know what's real anymore but a little bit just a microdose of mushrooms man i would i wonder if you could just i bet it just ju i bet eat not even enough still feels like enough oh yeah if you just get that it's just a little bit you get that giggly it's i, I used to love my i haven't done mushrooms in a while but i have a i, ha I have a friend that has a hookup <sighs> and so I, i'm curious i know i have to like make i have to keep it I could be a person who is like a mushroom person very easily, but really? I, I'll do it once, twice a year, and I'll go like to the desert or just. So wait, how old were you when you started doing mushrooms? Um, I think it was like 2013, 2014. Really? Uh, yeah, I just did them in Joshua Tree with a friend and watched the stars like come closer to my face and feel this connection with the universe, and I just loved. It. I've always been someone who's struggled with like chronic depression and like anxiety, and it really helped me just get out of my. So like at my core, I'm a very like, I love everyone and I like want to be everyone's friend, but you just trauma and life and huh, makes me like shut down and be like a sad sack of shit. I'm like, eh, life is so hard. funny. I don't, you don't strike me as someone who deals with anxiety or depression. I definitely deal with anxiety. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't strike me as that either. You seem like you're just like go with the flow, like to the like nth degree. It's interesting what people perceive people as because I definitely, my, I talked about it. I, 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 it came to a head for me. I'm back in therapy because yeah. I, because I was, I, I, my, I guess I'm, my obsessiveness is more about controlling things. Oh yeah. A lot of people have that. Like I want, I just want, and my life has been very out of control for the past six months. Yeah. And, uh, and it's, and it's, and it's leading into an, and I think it's, it's funny. I, I'm more comfortable on the road. I no same. A absolutely. Same. When I like, 2020 fucked me up. Really? Yeah, because I'm like at a level where you know I was I'm was working full time doing stand up, but I'm a, I'm I'm objectively on the ladder of comedians. But I'm at the bottom. I know that. I'm like small room headlining, getting by, great. Climbing. Way, that's not the bottom. Well, no, I there's know people that are they're not even doing that. No, I mean of people doing it full time. There's yeah. not there's not too many full times. I don't know. Yeah. I'm doing it, but it, it's very. If people start getting cut, I'm probably one of the first ones to get, you know, with everything shutting down, I was like, the theater comics are going to come in the club. And yeah. like, and everything coming to a halt, like fucked my brain up. Cause I'm like, oh, I'm just sitting. And we were on the go nonstop. And that then you're just like, to, that did that to all of us. I know. And, was, and that was such a barely a sliver of helpfulness going, well, we're all going through. And it's like, okay, well, 
Should we all kill ourselves together then? How do we make it in? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. Going to therapy is a lot like things we already do. Like getting our cars tuned up, going to the gym, going to the doctor and getting your cardiologist to check your blood every 30 months, every 30, 30, you know what I'm saying. Going to therapy is like all of those. It's routine maintenance for your mental and emotional wellness to prevent bigger issues down the road. Therapy doesn't mean something's wrong with you. It means you're investing in yourself to keep your mind healthy. I am in therapy and I, I don't know what I'd do without it. BetterHelp has helped myself and several other people I know go through some difficult times. And if you're someone who feels or needs to talk to a certified professional about personal issues, BetterHelp is for you. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video phone and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy and can, you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Why invest in everything else but not your end, not your mind? This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and BertCast listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash Bert. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash Bert. There's big news from my favorite home security company. Simply Safe just launched their new wireless outdoor security camera. That's right. Simply Safe, the system that US News and World Report named the best home security system of 2021, just got even better. This brand new outdoor security camera is engineered with all the advanced tech and security features that you want to help you, you want and need to keep your help, your family safe. I absolutely love Simply Safe. We have it in our backyard and it covers our man cave studio. It's, 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 Got a 140-degree field of view, so you can watch over your entire yard, 1080p HD. The resolution, you can zoom in like eight times, means you can zoom in and see clear faces or license plates that you need might need as critical evidence. Uh, this camera has it all, and it's integrated with your Simply Safe home security system, extending its protection to the outside. Together, it means every door, window, and room are protected, and now your property will be too. To learn more about the exciting new Simply Safe wireless outdoor security camera. Visit simplysafe.com/slash Bert. What's more, Simply Safe is celebrating this new camera by offering 20% off your entire new system and your first month of monitoring service free when you enroll in interactive monitoring. Again, that's simplysafe.com/slash Bert. Yeah. I, I definitely had um, but I have a thing where I I like I try to I try to fix things. Oh yeah. So like if something's broken or it's not working, I try to figure my workaround. Yeah, like what what can I do to make it keep going? When sometimes when there's so many elements that you just cannot control, then you'll start getting weirdly controlling of other things. That's where people get like OCD or like weird eating disorders because you're like I can I can count the food that I put. I can't stop my life from falling apart, but Yeah. It's, I wish I could fucking do that. No, oh, I'm I the mean, fattest. I'm the second fattest I've ever been. Dude, I'm doing, you know, Stacia Patwell? Have I you, thought you said Dave Chappelle. Ooh. Do you know this guy, Wait, Dave? Stacia? You know Laura Bites? I know Stacia Patwell. Yeah. She, I follow her on Instagram. Her, she, what's her Instagram handle? Uh, it's just Stacia Patwell. S-T-A-S-I-A yeah, Patwell. Yeah, but yeah. she does the school of thought. It's what Laura Bites, who's a comedian, I know lost Bites. like 40 pounds working with her. I'm doing her program and it's macros counting and it's fucking hard and I slip up a lot. But that has been very helpful. She's a... Dude, she exploded in quarantine. She was like, she's a comedian and she really like, she was certified in in nutrition and physical, you know, uh, workout shit. What is that called? Physical fitness? What do you call those people? Personal trainers, trainers, personal trainers. trainers. Yeah, yeah, Jesus. Yeah. But, you know, she kind of, that was like a side thing. I'm a comedian. 
And then when everything shut down, she started doing these just Zoom classes. And then she leaned into it and she's exploded. Like she has this whole brand and really so many women. I, know, I follow, I followed, I saw her in a pink thong suit. And no. you're like, I should, this seems interesting. <laughs> L- it's it's Lara, right? I'm saying Lara. Lara. Fucking, I hate that. I hate that so much. I've <laughs> never been good at that. No, it's I know, a slight I know, difference. I know, Lara, from the- I know Lara very well. Not very well, but I know her very well. The so the night, um, the night that you know Rogan when he posted her. Yeah, we're both in the room, right? We were back in the back. We just smoked pot, and we and <laughs> She's he, so funny. and he was like, "Let's dip into the, let's dip into the, Bella, the OR, OR and see, and see who's- what's who's on." And she was just fucking hilarious, and we were She's crying, so laughing. And then, uh, and then you know, Joe just was like, "You got to come on my podcast. You got to come on the road." And then she did the fucking, she did the Joe slam dunk, and that is gotten control of her fitness. Yeah. If you can get, let me tell you something. If you're listening right now, if you're a fucking fat comic out there, <laughs> right? I'm not saying Laura Laura was fat, but I'm saying she was overweight. She would say that she was. She was. Yeah. But if you're an overweight comic and you want to become, you want Joe to like you, just get in control. Be disciplined. Get in control of your fucking weight and perform great material. Oh yeah, he because she did all that. She's a fucking hilarious. But then I don't. I mean, and she didn't do it for Joe. She, she no, did it she for did herself. It for, she was she scared for when COVID was first happening. They didn't know what was going on, and like oh, obese people are more at risk. She literally was like, "I'm gonna die." <laughs> yeah, and she but she did it for herself. But man, that is the that is the, spi- the formula. The, that is the formula for Rogan because he loves he like he gets ve- he's very much about making sure. You can optimize your health and that you're in good shape. Yeah. And, and doing what you can to like reach your peak potential. Yeah. You and know? he's, he's, and, and I mean, he gets on me. I, mean, I don't think he get he, he does haven't gotten on me on, but when, when he was living here, he'd get on me every time. Cause he'd yeah. be like, man, you don't look good. You don't look healthy. You got to stop drinking. So those fucking... are the friends you are like, I'm thankful for you. And also shut the fuck up. Yeah. But well, <laughs> it's at a certain point. I know. And then like, if Tom started losing weight, he'd be like, Tommy's looking good. Like oh, no. get in my head. And I'm like, God. And now Tom's lost a lot of weight. Tom looks great. And I'm the second fattest I've ever been. But luckily me fat still looks skinnier than Tom. Yeah. You would like, yeah, I don't look at you and go like, wow, Bert. I didn't cut, you know, you know when like some people put on weight and you haven't seen him in a while and you go, Oh, <laughs> ah. yeah, 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 I mean, yeah, I'll yeah. go home sometimes and people run into me at bars and like, Hey Jessica. And I'm like, Oh wait! So tell me, tell me more about Stacia because she, she just is. I'm I'm in her program right now, and what's helping me is so part of what she does. It's uh she gives you you it's macros. So it's you have to she tells you the calories you have to eat if you're if you're a deficit if you're gonna lose weight. But it's different for each person. But you have to get forty percent carbs, forty percent comes from protein, and then twenty percent fat. And it's like this magic thing. It's different for men, but that's the women's. Yeah. Uh and. And she's a and she's fucking fun. Yeah, she's so funny. She has no filter. You gotta get her on here. Like she's and she's ripped. Like it's a thing where it's like, you don't want you don't fucking you ever have people that you're like, you're fatter than I am. Why are you giving me diet advice? Oh yeah. I got in trouble for that. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Well you, you well, we had a, I was I was you a, being a, that I, person? I was at a I was at a gym and the person it was the trainer was a girl younger than me who was out of shape and i was like i was like, and i just kept saying i can't listen to her like i i i no. I, no, I need a guy who's in shape or a, a woman who's in shape yeah she was younger than me and like much younger than me and she was in a horrible shape and then she tried to correct me on my form and i'm like 
I don't, I don't try. I don't, I don't believe you. Yeah, I don't believe you. I don't believe you can do it. Yeah. And it's a thing. It's like, you know, people get mad and like body positivity, whatever. But it's like, I will, I need an unrealistic expectation. I need to shoot for the moon. I need yeah. to see someone whose ass looks like it could, you know, lift a car I, I to get me to do squats. I, I need some, I need, I do very well with coaching. Yes. I do very well with coaching. Give me direction. Yeah, I just need you to tell me what to do, how to do it. And it doesn't feel like a workout. I have a personal trainer that I work out with is fucking awesome. And she tricked me into getting strong. Like, uh. like she would start out, she was like, let's, I don't want to blow you out. So we let's do, let's do like bench press and we'll do, you know, whatever, uh, 40 pounds, which was felt light to me. Yeah. And then she get me up to 50 pounds. And then she got me up into bench press. The next thing you know, I'm benching. 245 235 and i'm like and and this is right before the movie and i fucking was in great shape i was in really really great shape and i felt awesome and 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 i was still overweight i had to be not not fat but i had to be at least a little overweight for the movie i couldn't be in great shape because it just didn't wouldn't make sense yeah because it's it's not about a guy who's in control of his life obviously (laughs) yeah you're like this man is in a train wreck yeah that's so it's what a fine line too by the way and also a mind fuck being in hollywood and being like Look, I mean, you see that when you think of like the people who are like really famous as like the fat actor and then they lose weight and people are like, well, you were the fat guy. Yeah. What do we do with you? And just being like, oh, I have this huge thing on the table and I can't, I'm being in the zone. I just can't imagine being like, I'm finally, I'm working at regular and being healthy, but like, don't. Oh. Like, Got to keep it, keep it chill. Got to maintain f- the average bod. Our first call, because, well, you know, we had, I'm trying to talk between the lines but we had stuff i was training for yeah and the first thing our my stunt coordinator said to her was like he cannot be ripped like he cannot be in shape this movie's not meant for the and she was like don't worry he just started eating pasta for breakfast yeah you're like, I, just, relax. I i have the best fucking breakfast pasta for breakfast so angel hair pasta awesome. butter and garlic and onions you put it into a little nest, and then you crack two eggs in the center. Put, oh. it in a, put it in a pan. You've already cooked it. You put it in a pan. Crack the eggs in the center. Cheese on top. Oh, I mean, that's... I mean, I have a hard time saying no to that. That is full-blown breakfast pasta. That's amazing. I love eggs on pasta. Dude. I love eggs on anything. I was just saying, my favorite thing is just a like an egg breakfast, two-egg breakfast. A little bit runny. You like... I always make a sandwich out of the toast, and I'm like dipping it in the... Oh. You know what I started doing? So I like, you know, frog in a hole where you oh, with the, the, put the hole in the bread. Yeah. So I started doing that on big pieces of sourdough. Oh. Right? Cut the hole in. And then I put two eggs in there. Oh, yeah, and then protein frogs. And, and yeah. And then, and it, <laughs> it was so fucking good. Sourdough's it's been so amazing. good. Sourdough is amazing. It's also some, I, some people say it's better for you. And I don't remember why. Uh, Something about the way it's made. Was it Tom Papa that said that? Tom Pop is a sourdough. Whore. It's just a sourdough salesman. He's like, no, it's uh, it's got the it's got his, nutrients. Have you ever had his sourdough? No, I got way into sourdough and quarantine. Though I put on like twenty pounds in quarantine. For real? Yeah, yeah. I like, I put on some layer. Well, my, my my boyfriend learned how to cook. He's already a big guy. Is he? He's just in the he he's in just in the kitchen learning recipes, watching old Italian men being like, I can also make this chicken dish. I gained uh, so I gained uh, six pounds yesterday. Today, yesterday in today, one day in one day and I, I was like what the fuck and so like i get on the scale this morning and i'm like how, where did this how did this happen 
And then I'm and I'm literally like, I mean, I know I drank last night, but like, my God. Yeah. And then I, I come out and I was like. I literally right before you came here, I went to the fridge. I said, I'm not going to eat today. I said, no food today. I don't get I'm not allowed food today. Oh, no, I'm punishing yeah. myself. So I went to the fridge because I was like, maybe I'll grab a little snack before the podcast. And I opened the fridge and I saw I saw um, a half eaten cake. No, I saw a <laughs> uh, garlic knots. And I was like, oh. oh, I made garlic. And I was like, oh, wait, I ate like four garlic. Oh, my God. And then I looked. I made <laughs> two uh, of those meal delivery services. I won't say the name of them because I don't know what podcast this is. Yeah. <laughs> I made two of them. I made two of them. I made two yeah. of them. And then I made their little sampler. They give like a little like a starter <laughs> kit, which was the garlic knots. And I made two of them. And I and I was like. You just black out and become the Swedish chef. I just was like, I was like. I don't know what I was thinking, but I was like, I'm trying to do, I'm trying to do for my girls. Like I'm, I want to, I'm not really around that much. And I, I want to make sure that they know that I care. Yeah. So when you're for, here, like being. Yeah. So involved. for lunch boxes, I wanted to, them to have food for lunch boxes. And so I made two Man, fucking nice. meals and I, and, <laughs> and then I was like, and then I'm looking in the fridge. I was like, Oh fuck. I ate a lot of mashed potatoes last night. And then I was like, <laughs> Oh my god! I think I made extra mashed potato, and then I'm like, Oh my god! I made lo mein, and and I'm and you then just I was, carb loaded. And I'm looking, and I'm like steaks. I made steaks, and I was like, Oh fuck! I had a burger last night, and I'm like, I ate. I you just, black out and eat an entire restaurant. I just got. I just got out of control. I get out of control, and yeah. I can't stop it. And I don't, is it when you drink, or is it just like a? It doesn't matter if you drink. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And I, and then I realized for breakfast yesterday, like so I was. I've been having. I've been having. Um, legit like registered panic attacks like where it's they've been a little out of control Uh-oh. and they're yeah and but i'm good right today i'm good I, I had therapy yesterday we talked about it do you do anything for them or do you have any exercises you're trying to like bring into like i don't do anything like, do they, is it triggered or is it just they come out of nowhere it's triggered yeah. i think they are i'm not certain i'm not certain it, it actually has been so good i've talked openly about it my whole career but it's been so good for so long and so manageable that it sucks when it comes back you go like i'm slept i've fallen off yeah I've and slipped I, and it's like and all of a sudden it came back it came what happened is i played i did red rocks and i was on such a high oh at yeah red rocks that's that, so fun. i just watched looking at the pictures i was like oh, fuck man that's it was so awesome it was so amazing and i think i i there's a part of me that has a guilt for um for for success like I've, i have a little bit of a guilt but what? i but I, I know i know but i but i so i i'm and i have all these balls in motion moving things forward and part of me is like i want to push pause because i feel like i th feel like things are out of control like everything's everything's happening at it's once like snowballs it's snowballs They're and then, too big and you're like ah so. and I, but after red rocks two days after red rocks i was smiling ear to ear like could not stop smiling oh yeah and i i'm sitting by a river having an ipa and i'm smiling ear to ear and i thought to myself this is going to rear back on me. Like, I know. It always that, does. Yeah. And I mean, I can't imagine. Like, my highs have never been that high as far as, like, a marked achievement. But anytime I have, like, a chunk, even just a chunk of dates on the road, boom, 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 and then all of a sudden there's a pause, I'm at Michael's buying weird crafts and being like, I I, I need a thing. I, I need a thing. I, I literally, I, I, I can't enjoy this house in, in totally because I'm like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm not doing anything. Like, I feel like I want to be on the road. Like, I want, I want, and then I get on the road and I'm like, God, I mean, I wish I could just live at home. Be home, but, yeah. But I, but I, it, it got, I don't know what, what, I don't know how we 
panic on, attacks, panic attacks. Yeah, and and so it's been bad. What were we, what was I? You were at about? the high. It was two days after Red Rocks. Yeah, smiling was, ear to ear. I was like, this is gonna rear it back on me. I forget what the point I was gonna make about it. Is it when your panic attacks started coming? No, but I'm talking. Oh. The trigger. I was. What was the trigger? So yeah, but I, I've been so good for so long, and then it they, they just showed up, and I was like, I was like, oh fuck, I was like, this isn't. I, and I had I had a really bad incident when I was in, like twenty six years old, twenty five years old. I had a bad incident that was like one of those ones that I couldn't get out of, like a panic attack where you're like, I'm dying. It's no, it's it's not even like, it's kind of hard. It's like a consistent panic attack. It's like uh. Like you're stuck in that anxiety. I'm stuck in that anxiety and I can't. That's scary. Yeah. And I'm like stuck and I'm kind of circling and I'm just circling. And, and, and it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. And then I went to therapy and I, I felt better. I felt much better after therapy. And then, uh, and then I, and then, and then I got a, a random phone call last night from someone that made me very, very happy. And I was like, I was like, okay, I'm out. And so I was like, and then I, I felt good. Yeah. And I can tell when I'm, I can tell when I'm doing better because I start dancing a little bit. Like I'll dance. Like I'll literally dancing? Yeah, like literally dancing. Oh, that makes sense. I'm like yeah. literally, but that's what, when I'm in a good place, yeah. I'll like sing along. I'm moving when there's yeah. stuff on. And then when you're in that, that bad place, it's like nothing can, you can't be, it's, it's hard to be present. You're like stuck in. It's very in, hard to be present. It's very, I had a really bad one when I was about like 23 and that's when I got like, I got really suicidal and it was. Which is weird because I always thought it's not weird. It happens. But I always imagined being suicidal was very you're very depressed and like my life is terrible. My life was going well. And things were starting. It was like right when comedy really started just little things moving for me. I'm getting getting into festivals, getting to feature and just little stuff. But my brain was in this like couldn't turn it off loop. And it was like I just I wanted to stop it. I want to. I've been there. Yeah. Couldn't turn it off loop. Yeah. So what happens for me is. Um, okay, my shoes off. It, I, I, so oddly enough, talking about Lake Powell, it, it, sometimes they can show up if I, if I have a, I don't know if it's, it's not bipolar, like I'm not bipolar at all, but if I have a really, really big high, I can see a big low coming. Cause, yeah. So I'm like, I'm, I feel like I'm borrowing good energy from tomorrow. Yeah. And, um, and we had one of the best days of my life in Lake Powell. And and by the way, also, and I know that right now everyone's going ding 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 ding. <laughs> Alcohol is usually involved. Like it's it's usually like a hard partying. Well, then it's like your physically your body is also crashing. From yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? and, which piles on, of yeah. course. And so, um, but anyway, I uh, I like pal. I had a great day, and then it flew home. Was I thought I was gonna still ride that high and then i got physically ill i got physically ill for two days Whoa. and i was like i was like i don't know what's going on with me but it was like it, but but what happens when i get into this is a song will become very rich and textured to me so like i'll oh, interesting i'll get a song like when you're in the like good place or when you're in the like anxiety when I'm in the good place when i'm in yeah. the good place okay and so um so i and by the way i could pick up i'm gonna i'll play you the songs these these are these it's like are their go-to songs no the no oh they they are right now there's four songs that i can remember that during these these highs where i was like oh shit i know i know that there's a low coming and 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 what's interesting is it doesn't always happen like it doesn't always happen but 
Cool. But you anticipate it every time. I cause yeah, because I get a little like I go I, I get a little gun shy. I'm like, oh fuck. Let's let's tone this back a little bit, B man. You know what's so funny is that I did this, so I'm it's very normal for me to do nothing like go from zero to hundred percent on trying a thing. So I did I was like, I'm gonna start meditating. And my way to like get into meditation was to do a 10 day silent meditation. Yeah. Mind blowing. Like in the desert. Where, where did you do this? I want to do this. It's in, oh yeah. It's called Vipassana meditation. It's like a train. Break it's this like Google it up. Google V-I-P-A-S-S-A-N-A. They're all over the world. 10 day silent meditation. Yeah. yeah. <gasps> I want to do this so bad. I've been wanting to do a silent, like something, something silent. Well, yeah. And they, it's like, first of all, you're like trapped. You're in there with your thoughts, but they sort of teach you a lot about how the, like the fear of what's going to come. Like, oh, I don't want the low to come or even chasing the high of, oh, I hope, I hope I get this feeling. I hope I get that is added suffering. And these, they're everywhere. You don't have to have any experience. There's no charges for the There's course? There's no charges. At the end, they will not take money from you unless you make it to the, because a lot of people leave. If you make it to the end of 10 days, then they ask for a donation. And that's how they sustain. So you go and it's very like meager. It's, you know, you're in this like little room. I shared it with three other people. It's Joshua. Joshua Tree has like a retreat center. I thought you were going to say Joshua Wolf. And you're like, I shared it with other Josh Wolf and I, Joshua Tree, Josh. And they serve you two meals a day and it's all vegetarian, but it's all, you know, paid for through these donations of people who have done it and they loved it so much that they like, I want to give back. And 10 days, you didn't talk for 10 days? No, which is crazy because I talk all the fucking time. I could use that after tour because I lose my voice very quickly. Yeah, no, it's good. And it kind of forced me to purge a lot of these emotions, but what, what was good is that it taught me First of all, that meditation is this muscle that like no one's you never like meditation isn't like being Zen and being like, I'm uh, it's the learning to be like, oh, I I stopped thinking about my breath and I went on a train of thought. Let me come back to my breath. It's that muscle of going, oh, I'm going crazy. Let me take a minute and learning to like come back quicker to like, I'm OK. And acceptance of going. Oh, I'm having one of those emotions. And instead of going, I don't want it to go. How do I get it to go away? Let me just shove cupcakes in my face and dicks in my body. And that's what happened to me. That's what, that's, that's what my memory was is yesterday morning. No, no, that's what she shoved a bunch of dicks, dicks in my body, shoved a bunch of dicks in my body. And so, <laughs> no, that's what happened to me yesterday. We were talking about food. Yeah. And, and so I gained the six pounds is I forgot in the morning I had, uh, I was yesterday morning. I was still dealing with this anxiety and I couldn't get it to go away. And I'm repeating in my head. And I just didn't want to feel it. And so I ate everything in our house. You're like, I will suppress, if I have to suppress myself to get the feeling to go, and we all do it. And it's part of what I learned in there. And by the way, I still do it. Like there are, I've gotten a lot better at doing it less, but there's, I've definitely just fisted cake to the face still. There's such a great feeling in like (sighs) sugar, like fudge is so orgasmic. Oh my God, fudge. I learned how to make, I made, butterscotch fudge in which is not normally my thing in quarantine but then i realized well fuck now i like know how to make fudge i think i think i think the only way to experience to this is a little bit of a pivot and i apologize if it's if it's pivot away fudge is great the first time i didn't wear a condom felt like putting fudge in your mouth for the first time (laughs) Like the first time you eat fudge as a kid, and you're like, whoa, 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 whoa! It's is an this? explosion of you're, joy. And, like your eyes go back and your roof, of your mouth tingles, and you're you like, come. I want fudge right now. I want fudge. Do we have chocolate? <laughs> oh my! God. Oh my! Okay, See, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Like, but it's also like, I mean, fudge is such a visceral, like, 
And, it de- and depending on when you have it in your life, like fudge for me, it's a, it's the tastiest, but I have like emotional attachment to like when I, when after my dad left, there were times we'd visit him. And a big thing was like, he had moved to Florida. So him being like divorced dad, cool dad, we're going to the theme parks. And there was always like the candy shop with the fudge. So I have the emotional too of like, oh, it's the most happy time in my mouth. That sounds gross. I might, I might, uh, oof, I'm, I, I, this is what's wrong with my, so, so it's, it's what's wrong with my brain, but it's also what I like about my brain. Yeah, it's just what is, it's just what your brain is. And I think that's a big problem we have of going like, this is wrong and this is right. And we're comparing it to this made up idea. Yeah. Of, what's, what's the right brain? We like, have this cartoonish idea of what a normal person is. And literally no one's like that. And we, if our brain's not like this fake, correct brain, we go, I'm broken instead of, well, no, maybe like we just shouldn't have made a cookie cutter for humans because that's not realistic. Yeah. Well, it's it's funny. You know, we talked about uh, everyone, obviously. No, 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 no. Oh, wait, I want in. What, what is that? Cake bars? Cake bars? Bar. I can't. I'm just, I just said I'm trying to lose weight. For me, what who is, is on a very strict macros. Stacia, if you're watching <laughs> this, I will take it out of my, what it's a it? cake bar. Where is that from? Let me see. With cream filling. Oh, this oh. is fucking Isla Kreischer. This is my daughter. Isla buys fucking shit. God throws bless it in the man Isla cave and then comes in and eats specifically out of here. Oh. Um, I uh, I am excited for that. I I was just saying. I was just talking to <laughs> we someone. We all went into a cake blackout. Oh, Sorry, you were just I, talking to someone. I was just saying Your brain. Cause about because obviously what it started. And I, I talked about this. Everyone that heard me on Two Bears One Cave. I talked about this on. Two Bears, One Cave, and it, uh, that hasn't even aired yet. So I yeah. know that it's, it's going to air and everyone's going to be like, Bert's out of his fucking mind. But um, <laughs> but I, I don't know. I don't really care. Like, here's the thing is, I don't really give a fuck about, about anyone mocking whatever is wrong with me or like, I don't care. I don't like, if you think I'm fucking quirky or weird, I don't really give a shit. Like, no, all, there's all it's I, just too much energy to worry about. Like someone going, oh, you're weird. And it's like, all right, well, you're a grown man calling me weird on the internet. So we're even. You know? Yeah. And and Fine. so so I uh but I I had a spin out in Denver at the airport, which was the worst I've ever been. And it's oh. it's like and Leanne witnessed it and my daughter saw it. My daughters didn't see it as much as Leanne did. My daughters were a little bit like like they they just were like whatever. Just being a little weird. No, whatever. I think they were they were a little more kind to me, but it was bad. And Leanne was like, You need to get help. Like this is this is she's like it's not good for you like you shouldn't feel like this yeah and i was like yeah i don't want to feel like this and i and i came home and it kind of went away but then it showed up again and then it kind of went away and it showed up again and then and and then i was like i was like all right i'm i'm i give up and then i talked about it on two bears one cave with tom and it showed up again and i was like i was like all right I'm, i'm like i'm getting help and so then they talked they were like do you want to get on ssris oh was, careful and i was like no I, and I I actually had the conversation. They, they can be very good for people. You just have to be yeah. very careful with. And this. I said I said you know I, I I don't because I go I want to just see see if I can I'll I'll do all the work I need to do I'll go to as much therapy do all the things first yeah I before. go I just don't want to just give up and go let me get on SSRIs because what's great about my brain is like is you know I've been journaling every morning so good for you well, that's it, great I I did it in an attempt to get bad thoughts out and put them on paper you know it helps to purge yeah and so and in doing that i've been writing really good comedy like i've been and then i and then i'll I'll journal journal for like 30 minutes 15 minutes and then i'll go over to my joke book and i'll journal and it'll for like for like maybe 30 minutes 15 minutes 
And I just, and I never write down comedy long form because it kind of loses it for me. Yeah. But I think the two have been allowed me to kind of open up my brain. Yeah. And then I was like, and then I, I wrote this really great joke the other day about, um, and I don't think I would have figured it out if I hadn't written it, written it down about slut shaming. Yeah. And I was like, get him. Uh, no. And I was like, nice. <laughs> and so then they're like, you know, Leanne's like, hey, if you get on SRSRIs, you, this will take care of it, at least take the edge off and then you won't have to deal with it every day. Every day. And yeah. I was like, I was like, nah, I think I'm good. And I was like, I'll figure it out. Like, I've, I've, it's, by the way, I've, I've been dealing with it my whole life, I yeah. think. And I'm, I'm okay here. I go, I just have these instances where it gets, it gets away from me. Well, yeah. And it's like, and then if they start to get worse and it starts to feel like too much, then you can start to, you know, look at options like that. But also it's good that you're going, you're doing this and also aware enough to go, well, let me try to do all the non-medicine things first. There's yeah. a lot of times in Western medicine, like definitely there's a place for SSRIs and people need them. And, you know, some, some people need that to even get to the place they can do the work, depending on where you're at. But a, just a lot of, not even just with psych stuff, but just regular medicine, a lot of doctors just want to treat the symptom. And some yeah. t for some people, the depression or whatever's going on is a symptom of something else yeah. that like doing all the journaling and like getting it out can help with. Yeah. Whereas like you take the SSRI and then you're just like putting a bandaid on a volcano for a while. For me, I think it would be that. And 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 it's also, you know, like I you just said it, but it's like um yeah, god damn it, my brain's fucking not working right now. You just said it. Uh treating the symptom, treat it. No, oh, no, no, no. You just said depression and I said what's interesting is I don't think I have it's not depression. I don't think I have depression. I think I have like and then and and nor is it like a, a personality disorder because like I, I don't enjoy it. I don't like I don't look for it. No, you're not like unaware of it. But and I need it to break. I need it to break. Yeah. And, and, and last night, last night I had one of the best conversations. It was like out of nowhere. And I was and it was such a great phone call to have with someone and it. And it just caught me off guard. And I, and I, and all of a sudden I was started dancing. I went and I was like, I go, Leanne, signature cocktail. It's like, what did we say? So we, had this, <laughs> we had this great little fucking thing that makes signature cocktails. Uh, so we had a gin signature cocktail and Leanne was fucking drunk and she was busting my balls. And we, and we were it. just laughing. And I made, I ate guacamole last night. Fuck, I forgot. I made <laughs> guacamole last night. And Isla came down and Isla got a new pair of shoes. And, everyone's like and then georgia came home from her golf tournament and everyone was like hanging out i was like it was in a great mood i went to sleep woke up this morning i felt fucking great i got on the treadmill and i ran hard i did a meeting and i was like and, I, and you know the weird thing about for me the weird thing about whatever the fuck i deal with and i don't know what you call it but whatever i deal with yeah because you always kind of like look around the corner you're like Are, it, you're not you're not awake right like, like is, that, is it coming is it coming and like like and it, and it showed up a little bit like like uh leanne called and i was like guys i was like don't do that as soon as the phone rings, I go, she was in an accident. And I was like, don't do that. Oh, God. Maybe, anytime yeah. someone calls, I'm like, so they're dead. And I'm like, well, they wouldn't be calling if they were dead. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah. So, and, but it's, it's funny. It has, it's been a good day. And, and then I go to a screening tonight at four. Yeah. And, and, and the other thing, my brain, I think, and this is what we got to the bottom of last night, yesterday in my therapy session was, and by the way, I probably definitely shouldn't talk about my therapy on my podcast, but fuck it. You're going to help somebody by I, talking about I've, it. This, whatever's been going on with me is because of my arm, because I haven't been able to work out and oh, I yeah. haven't been able to exercise. And for me, exercise is mental fit health. No, same. The, the difference I feel mentally when I'm 
working out regularly. And then it's one of those things where you almost, when you're not feeling up to it, you don't want to admit that you're like, I know that it helps. Yeah. And when you're really depressed, someone going, you should work out is like, fuck you. But like, yeah, it really does. It keeps, it keeps my like, min- like maniacal brain in check of like going to all the dark places and getting spirally. And it's like, you're getting out energy. And if you don't get the energy out through your body, it starts like getting trapped in your brain. Which sounds nuts, but like I, I it's need, like bouncing around. Yeah, I need to like I need to push myself. It's a release. You need it. Yeah, and and so today I got on the treadmill and I I busted my ass and I was like I was like good. And by the way, I'm also hyper aware of how beat up my body is because I haven't worked out in so long. Yeah, and it's hard to like you want to come back in at the same level and you're like motherfucker. Like yeah, starting this workout after gaining twenty pounds in quarantine and. I'm sitting there like in these classes with Stacia, like trying to do a push up on my knees. Like <laughs> oh, well, I used to be an athlete. <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh, my problem right now is like, I'm not allowed to use my arm. <sighs> so like, so like I, I, I do some exercises that are with like a rubber band, so but frustrating. But so all I can do is run and I want to get back to lifting weights because lifting weights was like, I mean, I could come in legit hungover. Here's the thing about me. If I'm hungover, if I work out and push it, the hangover disappears 100%. It, it fucking goes. It's like it's you gone. sweat and breathe it out. And I think that I've had these, you know, since I hurt my arm, I worked out, oddly enough, even when I hurt my arm in Serbia, I still was working out, not knowing that I was doing a lot of damage to my arm. But, uh, fuck, that happens to everyone. It sucks. Um, But, but, uh, not everyone, but, but no, but I, and I, I can't do anything with weights and I'm ready to get back into weights. Fuck. I'm really ready, but I'm going to go on the road for a month. How's your pain in your arm? It's fine. It's, it's actually, good. yeah, I've got full mobility, full flexibility. Like I can touch everything, which is crazy. I don't have a lot of strength in it. So like it was something crazy, like going to dry your hair. This it arm, like runs out of steam. It, it just, it no, it's just, there's no. There's nothing behind it. It's just like a limp. Yeah, no, it's, it's kind of like, it just kind of like, it doesn't go quick. Like this arm's like this and this arm's like, I'm coming, I'm coming. Yeah, I have rheumatoid arthritis. So. Do you really? yeah, yeah. It's like autoimmune and it's, uh, do you get, did you get vaccinated early because of it? I did. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, which the, there I was mean, like, I'm sorry, you have rheumatoid arthritis. No, I mean, then there's debate about that of like, oh, if your immune system, like you could have a really bad reaction from the, it could overreact and then that's going to flare up your arthritis. But I was like, I'm taking the gamble. You know what I mean? Like yeah. roll the dice, give me that shot. But, and I'm lucky that mine is compared to some other people's a little bit lower on the spectrum, but I'll have days where there's like, it's essentially, it's called a flare up. But like my joints are like so stiff. Yeah, that I'm like <laughs> existing oh, is that I'm like, oh, oh my god, just ancient. So and rem- the pain sometimes is so bad that I've never been someone who angry is not really a default like emotion for me, but chronic pain will make you crazy, and and suddenly having your body inhibited. In so wait, ways. what is what? Ha, tell me, me how you it? knew you had a rheumatoid arthritis, and then tell me what it is. Okay, so. I found out I had, I've been having pain in my wrists, fingers, and elbows since early high school. And it it was like worse in the wintertime in Alaska. But, and I, I like remember saying something to my mom. I was, I was like, mom, there's something wrong with my body. I'm in severe pain. And my mom did what in retrospect, it's like, good call, busy, poor mom. Just make your kid think they're a hypochondriac so they'll walk it off. She's like, we yeah. play a lot of sports. You're just, it's muscles. And I was like, no, I, this is, I don't think this is normal. And I would have to run, like, I, 
I was so stiff in the morning. I would, I would run my arms under hot, like scalding hot water to like, it was almost like I was like warming them up, but like really it, because they were in so much pain that it was, it was soothing to have extreme heat on them. Really? And I just kind of went through having every once in a while days like that for years. And then I was at the doctor for something else when I was like 26. And I was like, by the way, I have this thing with my joints. And I started telling them about the pain and they're like, wow, how much pain? And I was like, well, I don't know if it's like more than a normal amount for someone my age. And they're like, first of all, no one your age is in pain. And then I was like explaining how it feels like in my wrists and my elbows and they did some blood work. And, you know, I think there was a couple other tests and they like sent me to, they're like, you need to go to a rheumatologist. Which what's, is, what's a room? Rheumatology is it's joints. Oh, joints, it's joints like your rooms. Joints. Yeah. Uh, and I went to a rheumatologist real fun going into a waiting room where everyone else is 90 and you're like, this is good. This can't be good. <laughs> yeah. And you know, they did some tests because with autoimmune diseases, different blood levels can mean a few different things when they like narrowed things down and they finally were like, it's rheumatoid arthritis. And they wanted to immediately put me on medication, which I did for a while. And then when I, I forgot my meds for a month, this is what's crazy. I forgot my meds for a month once on the road. And then when I started taking them immediately, I had joint pain and I was like, fuck that. I'm out for now, for now. You know, Wait, what do you mean? What do you mean? Say that again. I like, okay. So they put you, so I'll explain what, what it is. It's autoimmune disease. So autoimmune diseases, there's a lot of them like MS and lupus. And what that means is your immune um, system, the part of you that like fights viruses that keeps you healthy. The reason like we're all like fighting off colds is, I don't know, stupid. So that's getting some sort of wrong, wrong signal. So it thinks a part of your body is an outside thing. So it's like, it's literally that's what happens with allergies too is yeah. that like you get cat dander and your body's like we're being attacked and yeah, then you're like yeah. oh but so my body for some reason the lining in my joints it thinks that it's an a outside disease. intruder so my body is attacking itself okay that's, it's like i'm self-deprecating at a level of like my body is literally attacking taking it to the itself. next level yeah that's like we're gonna get you out of here we're like if you're not gonna pull the trigger we will you know so then you didn't take your medicine medication for a month. I had to get a surgery on my wrist and they make you go off of anything that could thin your blood. So oh, yeah. I was off of it for 10, 10 days, did the surgery immediately went on the road. Cause I'm a workaholic and forgot to pack my meds and the meds, by the way, I don't know if you remember at the beginning of quarantine, not quarantine, but the COVID stuff, Donald Trump going hydrochloroquine is you take that. And yeah. that will, that helps. That's the medicine I was on years ago everyone and a bunch of people like couldn't get their meds people who were still on it regularly people ran out and got it and then people with rheumatoid arthritis were like the pharmacy's out of my medication sweet did you were you like oh sweet i'm not getting covid i'm on hydrochloroquine at that point no i was i was no longer on it at that okay. point. i stopped when i got this wrist surgery in like 2018 because i had a like nodule cyst thing that i wanted to remove because it was like making my wrist like unable to bend yeah and then i just left it and when i when i restarted it all of a sudden i had severe joint pain which is weird that like the medicine you take, a side effect can be a thing that you're also trying to get over. And I'm just, I'm a little, admittedly, and I know like I, it's to the point of being stupid sometimes. Like I'm not a scientist or whatever, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to chill. I'm going to try to go the natural route. I was like, I'm going to start eating clean. There's diets people do for autoimmune protocol. Really? And like, there's people go, who who say, there's no cure, but there's people who say like, I haven't had a flare up in years. And when I eat clean, the, the level the difference in my pain level is mind blowing. I don't realize how much better I feel till I, I'm like, I'm just gonna have one piece of pizza. And my body's like, 
it's oh, crazy man. that it's in the food. It pisses me off because I love food. Yeah. And that's why it's like I've I've started drinking less. I eat a lot healthier, but not even out of like, I'm getting my life together. Out of like, I don't want to turn into, I don't want to be in a, I'm not ready to be in a wheelchair, you know, just like. Yeah. And it starts, You. it's like I notice as I get older, like it's getting into other joints, like my hips pop. Now, like in the last month when I like, I'll wake up and stretch in the morning and my sternum just all the time, just pop. Oh my God. I pop, I'm like a 10 minute. And my boyfriend gets mad at me because I'll be sitting there like with my feet just. Oh my and he's like, God. stop it. Start doing that. This podcast is brought to you by 3Chi, the industry leader in Delta 8 THC products. My cousin just bought uh, some 3Chi and brought it with him. And he was like, he was like, this is weed, right? And I said, well, it's a federally legal version of THC that's more alternative, a more functional alternative to marijuana. It gives you the amazing buzz and a great body feel with a clear head and less anxiety and paranoia. Who doesn't want that? It's available online at 3chi.com. That's the number 3chi.com. And at retailers around the country, I think he got his in Tampa. I'm not certain. And remember, this is not CBD. It's psychoactive. It will give you a buzz. So please use responsibly. They have Delta They have Delta 8 ball candies, Delta 8 cookies, Delta 8 crispy treats. Candies are available in packs of 5 and 25. Cookies are available in chocolate chip, sugar, and the cereal treats are available in crispy and fruity flavors. Uh, 3G also has disposable vapes. A separate battery is no longer needed for your vape cartridge anymore. These come in ready to use right out of the box and are available in 10 strains. Go to 3G.com. That's the number 3CHI.com to shop for Delta 8 edibles, vapes, and tinctures, gummies, and oils that can be used to make your own homemade edibles. Use the code BIRD at checkout to receive 5% off your order. Remember, you got to be 21 to purchase. That is 3CHI.com. And use code BIRD at checkout. This podcast is brought to you by Athletic Greens. I fucking love Athletic Greens. I feel like I'm getting all the nutrients and all the things I need in my body with just one scoop. One scoop of AG1 in a water. Shake it up. Drink it. And I feel like my health routine is taken care of for the day. And it doesn't taste like grass or those other green drinks. I love Athletic Greens because it assures me I'm getting the necessary nutrients my body needs. And it's especially great for my recovery, which I'm having a harder time to doing after hard workouts. AG is the category leading superfood product, which brings comprehensive and convenient daily nutrition to everybody. One tasty scoop of AG1 contains 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients, including a multivitamin, a multimineral, a probiotic, green superfood blend, and more in one convenient daily serving. The special blend of high-quality bioavailable ingredients in a scoop of AG1 works together to fill the nutritional gaps in your diet, and there are a plenty in mine. And it aids with gut health, digestion, and supports a healthy immune system. All things I need on the road, gut health, digestion, and a healthy immune system, effectively replacing multiple products or pills with one healthy, delicious drink. Join the movement with of athletes, live fleets, live fleets. Moms, dads, rookies, first-timers, and everyone in between taking ownership of their daily health and focusing on nutritional products they really need in the simplest manner possible. That, that's essential nutrition. Make it easy. Athletic Greens is going to give you an immune-supporting free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase if you visit athleticgreens.com slash BERT today. Again, simply visit athleticgreens.com slash BERT to take control of your health and give AG1 a try. I, you know, it's so funny. I, I have, uh, I have this physical therapist that comes to the house 
twice a week for my to work on my arm. Nice. But one of the things he's like, he's like, man, your fucking shoulders and back are fucked. And <sighs> so he spends he spends very little time. He comes in and massages everything and then we work out at the end. Yeah. And and then he gives me exercise. I do the exercise all week. But when he comes in, it's more about but he does this thing where he tries to pull my shoulder out, my shoulder blade out. And I I pop nonstop this one shoulder after he's done, just going crack, crack. Yeah, it's crazy. But it's after he comes, I'm like wide open like this, like, I feel fucking amazing. Oh yeah. I've started like trying to see where my wife is. I'm sorry, I'm going to my phone going like, is Leanne here? It's fine. She's your wife. (laughs) No, but she's I don't know where. Oh, she's still at the school. Okay. Yeah. I've started trying like trying to find time and make time to do like just even massages regularly. What a difference of like, oh, some of it's just, it feels like it just has to get like worked out. But in even like working out, it's like I'm building muscle to make my, the muscles around my joint stronger to hopefully, because you can't, there's no, you can't like stop. It's degenerative rheumatoid arthritis. Like, and it's, you know, different for everybody. Some people like deteriorate faster, but trying to do all the things to like slow it down. Yeah. But yeah, that like just days where I, there's days I've had to go like, I, I, I'm very thankful that I've had very few of these days, but there's days I've canceled things because I'm like, I cannot get out of bed. And I've only had a, literally a handful in the yeah. last few, thank God. But the amount of emotions of like, you start spiraling about what's the worst case scenario with the disease. Oh my God, my whole day's thrown off and I'm a workaholic. So it's like, oh, fuck it, I'm, I'm missing this. I had to cancel this. Like, yeah. oh my God, I'm falling apart. And it, those emotions like feed into that cycle and not just being able to do your regular shit. You don't realize how much it's chipping away, but even having your arm, I'm sure is like adding to that pile. It really, it messed me up. Uh, um, I've never, so I, I've, you know, I, I was on travel channel for a number of years and I did crazy death defying stuff at, at times, three times a day. <sighs> I remember one day we swam with great white sharks, repelled off table mountain and jumped off of a, off of a stadium within the day. Was there ever anything that you're like, absolutely not? Did you ever go, I would know, we can't do that. I, I won't do think that. so. Damn. In one day. Sorry. I just am like, so no, 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 I don't I'm think such I had, a pussy that I I'm did like. Everything. I did everything. There, there, there were things I got out of that I was like, thank God I got out of it. But I never, <laughs> oh, I, I never apart, wouldn't. Like anytime there was a, I remember like anytime there was a weight limit, I'd be like, thank <laughs> God I'm fat. And so, but no, there was like, there was like, we did a lot of, I should go down and I should write down since I'm writing these days, I should write down all the things because what happened is I came back with a little bit of PTSD when I got done because I would, I, I mean, yeah. I remember being in South Africa at the end of that day on, on and, I, I, and you're unaware of it. You're really unaware that you're doing this much of activity and, and then flying and then, you know. We, and being in positions where your body's like. It's so funny. I just had a little panic right then because I remember thinking, so like this this week, I leave tomorrow for Vegas. Sunday morning, I go to Austin. Monday, I do three podcasts. And huh. then I fly out Tuesday morning. And I remember, I remember, and I when I did it, I was like, I booked it. I said, I want to I want to make sure that, I don't, I, will I be able to do that? And Leanne's like, honey, don't, you don't remember your schedule from Travel Channel? And I remember doing all of that in South Africa in one day. And then the next day, flying to Tanzania. Huh. And being like, and just being like, I remember at the end of that day, I was I was on the corner of the bed and I was like, I couldn't stop moving. I was like almost shaking, and I was like, I, I, I should jack off or something. Like I remember being it's like, like residual adrenaline, yeah, and, probably. Yeah, and you're just like, I don't like, 
and then you'd go to Tanzania and and it was like and it was just and it, you no one spoke English and it's just fucking chaos and, and trying to get through <laughs> customs and uh, and I remember just being done with that and being like like just didn't know where to come and so what happened is when I hurt my arm it's the first real injury I've had and and then I had this like overwhelming sense of how lucky I've been to not get hurt yeah to not be of like what a blessing that this is the, the first. first time and it was in a movie like it like i mean when i i <laughs> i remember one time i was doing uh can you type in the the trailer for birth the conqueror i i did this thing you'll see it it's a slush pit <laughs> and it it was um you ski down a mountain at full speed and then you try to go across the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember sitting, I was in all my ski gear. We're in the, this is Birth Conqueror like season two. Um, they do it in Alaska every year. Yeah. I don't. Fuck that. I'm a pussy. This is, I think but this is Birth Conqueror season two. But, um, but like, <laughs> I did so much crazy, by the way, this was a fucking thrilling show. I mean, yeah. Do you have balls of steel? Just lots of. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I cried. This is a breakdown I had. I had a breakdown on that ride. Was it the ride or was it like life? And... It was life. It was yeah, life. Yeah. I watched an Asian woman almost die there. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. But you do you just end up doing so much chaotic fucking stuff. We were uh, like the highest highs. But I remember we were doing the slush pit or whatever, and you just had to ski across the thing. And I remember sitting, I was in all ski gear, right? Like funny ski gear because it course. wanted to be funny. You're like and I was eating hat. a cheeseburger, <laughs> and I, and I, in like the in like a in like a maybe in New Hampshire and like a. And like a rundown ski place. It's yeah. not rundown. It's not rundown, but it was like wasn't when we weren't in Vale or it was just Yeah, like, this wasn't like a luxury skier. This is like just in like, Connecticut or something. Yeah, this is where like ski bums come to like yeah. oh, I can get in here. It's where you learn to ski and then yeah. it's it's good mountains, but you know, no insane trails. And I ended up getting a great pair of gloves from them. But I remember sitting there and being like, and my cameraman goes, So funny what and I go, What? And he goes, Your body works perfectly right now. And I go, Yeah. And he goes, And you're gonna like possibly fuck that up and blow out your knee and i was like i was like wait what well, also fuck everyone There's, everyone knows that guy not that yeah, guy, but yeah. like come on could you just say that after jesus i remember but i remember going wait my body does work really good right now and i was like why and i did so much shit that when i finally hurt myself at a surgery i had this like overwhelming sense of like just how many times i dodged a bullet just how many times i didn't die like i fought a bear i swam with great white sharks out of the cage like i did i you could be jumped. missing limbs I, right now i i could be and i remember thinking you know i had this weird thing you know that guy poopies <laughs> do you know who poopies is no he's a new member of jackass oh, okay yeah, yeah, yeah and he does his first stunt for jackass and a shark bites his hand and doesn't like shark bites are always traumatic yeah like, shark bites are never just what you think like a little kunk it's, yeah, it's like never a, a it's kunk sharks don't nibble thrash yeah and i saw him go to his instagram you can see that he's like he doesn't have total use oh of it yet. you can see it yeah and 
And I was like, and it's coming back. The doctor says he's going to make a full recovery, I guess. I follow him. I, I don't know. But uh, but you're just like, that just looks how. looks like Willow, Alaska. Just how, fra- it does look like Alaska, doesn't it? Just how <laughs> fragile your, uh, body li- your body is. And how many how times quickly. I got in water with sharks or gotten with animals. With bears. Or lions or tigers. Or just jumpy. You could have just like fucked up. I mean. Just anything. And I didn't also get Also just being a bigger guy on a roller coaster is really playing with fire sometimes. It's like a wooden roller coaster. You could just thrown out your neck forever. And so I just, I think I'm fucking like, I'm like so grateful that I'm, I'm alive, you know, that, that, and, and so now like this, when I run this morning, I'm like little things peek in my head. Like someone said, Oh, fucking Achilles. If you rupture your Achilles, it's game changer. And so I said to my physical therapist, I go, how does someone rupture their Achilles? He goes underdeveloped calves. And I was like, what? And he's like, usually it's a calf injury, and then you rupture your Achilles oh. once you have a calf injury. So I was like, today I was running, and I was like, how do my calves feel? And then I was like, I'm going to do some calf exercises every doing fucking like day. doing, like, leg lifts? Because Dave, Dave Williamson ruptured his Achilles. Really? And he's like, he's like, I've never been the same since. And that sucks. Yeah, I've heard people with Achilles and, uh, and ACLs, like, ruin people. Tom blew out his patella. Oh. It ruptured. Oh, no, Ugh. but I, you know it's so funny as i i was there when tom got hurt and i said to myself i'm not i'm gonna get in shape i'm not gonna let this happen to me and no i way. got in good shape and it still happened and you can't not good shape is, i was like, like you, two, i was like 240 but, <laughs> but still i mean like you can't all you can do is like the best you can to protect yourself you, you can't stop life from happening it's gonna happen it's just like it's it's great that you have that frame of mind of wow how lucky i am even with my my like rheumatoid arthritis and just trying to grow and be a better person, <laughs> boring, but it's what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, like actually learning gratitude and like going like, oh wow, you know everything's not great, but fucking how great, how lucky it is that I have this thing and that thing. So talking about gratitude, so it's really funny that we're doing this podcast. I'm going through a lot of this right now. I realized this is my favorite. Thing. I realized. So I I don't, I, I don't want to pull back the curtain too much but like he's tough signing <laughs> autographs is not my favorite thing in the world it makes me a little crazy it's exhausting and it's like yeah. a whole yeah yeah and then yesterday it's not because you don't like fans it's like it's a lot yeah and so yesterday my sister came and she had a stack of like 200 posters and she I, actually i'll tell you exactly how many posters it was it was 120 posters good god in a hot rod <laughs> and she goes i need you to sign these and halston watched it and yesterday i said stop with the fucking non find gratitude in everything yeah and i signed each and every one and in my head i said thank you for buying a poster yeah and i thought i thought yeah man there was a time in your career where if anyone wanted a picture with you you'd lose your mind you'd be like oh of course God. they think i'm cool they think I, i'm funny there was a point where fans realize like fans would say, take pictures of me and go i know you like this shit That's and, so and, funny. and so i'd be like and then and then i was like i gotta find gratitude in everything and everything i do i gotta find gratitude and i've been thinking of that lately of just little things like going like like uh like last night last night i was in our hot tub and i had a i had a, a coors banquet and i said Yum. i said i'm very grateful that i can tap out at the end of the day like this have a coors banquet and watch the sunset i'm very grateful that i can afford to heat up a hot tub like yeah. it, that's 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 a luxury that's a luxury there's a luxury thing and going yeah. like how how wonderful that you know I work so hard and people, I mean, when you think about like all those 
those people who want your autograph. It's like, or buying your posters. It's like, thank you for love, you know, supporting me. And now I have this like amazing moment that like it all kind of comes together. Yeah. And I, and I just was like, I, 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 gratitude, something that I think when you start looking and I don't know the difference between micro and macro, but like when you start looking at your life, not this huge thing, but when you just start looking at the little things, micro, the, the micro, what's macro mean then? Is that, the macro is like the bigger <laughs> or macros. I've been misusing that pretty aggressively. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, when you start looking at the micro, I, you can find things to be grateful for all day. And, and you find little treats for yourself all day. Like, like the Ryder Cup is going on right now. Yeah. And I was like, oh, cool. I'll follow that tomorrow. And then I'll have something that follow. You know, I think that's why people get into true crime so easily is because it pulls you away from the focus of your own life. Yeah. The one, and also, that's like when I get down to like, what am I doing as a comedian? And even, yeah, it's like sometimes I'm humping a stool and I'm I'm like, oh, I'm just, a, I'm a clown. And, I'm a, you know, could I have had, I, I was a smart kid. Could I be doing something with a bigger purpose? But it. Like you give that to people when they show up to your show, you are that true crime. They're going, yeah. I'm not worried about my fuck the bitch that works next to me and this fucking guy riding my ass. It's like, oh, an hour and a half of just fuck. Ha! <laughs> I told someone I did a radio interview. I do. I'm doing radio tours to get ready for my tour, nice. so I do radio interviews in the morning. And someone said, "What can they? What can?" It, clearly, the guy wasn't the best interview. I don't my shitting on him, but he just was. Like, I mean, so- we've all seen rough radio interviews i get it he was like no he was sitting in for another guy and he was like <laughs> and he you could tell he hadn't done anything and he was like so what can people expect from uh from a burt kreischer show and i was like i was like i I, <laughs> I don't know what to how to answer that but i can tell you this if you've never seen a comedy show you'll be f- very pleasantly surprised at how fun it is and he went really i said have you ever been to a comedy show and he was like bye well, i mean i'm sure i have and i was like no 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 you would know you would know You'd you would remember. know I said, let me tell you something. Any comedy show, you, you're, oh, it's always impressive just how hard that person has worked to think of ways to make you laugh, and they don't know you. Yeah. And they, and I said, every comedy show is fun. I, I'm always surprised at how good a comedy show is. And I was like, I remember moving to New York and being like, holy shit. Yeah. Like this is. I, I mean, my first night was like Dave Chappelle was on stage. And I was like, what the fuck is this? I, was, I literally, I never, I'd never even heard of him. That's so I walked up to him and I was like, dude, you should stick with this. <laughs> I was, I moved to New York to be a comic. I had done it once. I went to a show at the Boston Comedy Club. Dave Chappelle did a bit about Aquaman being underwater and getting pages on his beeper. And I was crying laughing going like this. I don't, I haven't thought about this. I haven't thought of ways to make, you know, you watch, you watching a special is one thing. You go to a live show. It's different. Like you could watch a, the best, your favorite special. It was ten times better in the room. It is something is lost when you you're not you you feel that energy in the room. And you try. It's it's hard to capture it. I've I I definitely have I've tried my best, and I will continue to try my best. But the, a live show, whoo! There's nothing like it. It's like you are, and that's what's so great about it, is that you are genuinely connecting. You know what I mean? I think that's what's so great about stand-up for me is I realized part of the reason I was going so nutty during 2020. I was like, oh, stand-up for me like is my meditation. You're like alone, but also connected to everyone at the same time. Yeah. And that's, it's this magical feeling that you just, there's great, I I mean, there's so many specials I've watched on Netflix that are, it's like so great, but it's just, it's not the same. 
It's, it's just not. And I another can, level. I can enjoy. I can enjoy a good special. Absolutely, and I can appreciate like. And as a comedian, you've been in so many of those rooms. That a lot of times, you can go. Like, I can just like. Ah, oh, I can. I can imagine like being yeah. at that. Sometimes I. Sometimes I'd say that a comedy album is better for me. Yeah. Because I can really close my eyes and be there. I like it too. That's so funny you say that because I always wonder. I'm like, am I? I'm very auditory though. I'm like, very. I will. Auditory. I listen to porn, which is a crazy so thing funny. to I say. Do not. Like, well, I like. I also have watched it, but I can just. Boy, am I in a real pickle when I can hear people in the hotel room like next to me fucking, and I'm like, all right, don't be a pervert. <sighs> I gotta walk. I gotta go for a walk. <laughs> like, I'm very. I'm just very auditory. So yeah, yeah getting put on a pair of headphones with like. A, a comedy album, especially when the the audience is mic'd well, and you just like Ooh. you feel like you're in. It's different with he, with headphones. It's just if, like music. You ever listen that, to a Bowie album with headphones on? No, it's uh, no. it's it's a completely different experience. Oh wait, I, I I've listened to um, Space Oddity. Uh, what's the What's the one that goes uh, Ground Control? It's different. In hey, head, can, hey like, how do you play that, Carlson? Yeah, can you play it on the guitar? Let's see if I can play it on the guitar. Oh my god, my life changed when I heard that in headphones. Oh, I uh, oh my god, I'm sore from all the garlic knots. You have no, a garlic knot in your back. I have rheumatoid arthritis. <laughs> the um, what's the chord structure to it? Where, where are you guys? Ah, you know that what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's when when uh, that Ben Stiller movie when he jumps out of the helicopter. Oh, what is that? Uh. C to E to minor. Major Tom. Wait. Ground control to Major Tom. Ground control to Major Tom. Take your protein pills and put your helmet. Wait, which one's on. D7? This one? Ground control to major top. Three. <laughs> yeah, when it's like the countdown. Ground Nine. Engine on. Yeah. Oh. Check ignition and make. God's love come to you. Three, two, one. I could. I fucking love music. It's the best. Oh, yeah, I me played, too. I never played you my four crazy songs. Oh, yes. So for my four crazy songs, okay? Circling my back. My four yeah. crazy songs. Uh, the, uh, the, this, so I have one more and my daughter Georgia changed it for me. Um, but this song. This I've is never one crazy known the song. words. This is one crazy song. Okay. <laughs> Sweet. And when you're like feeling like high as a, like high as a kite, like happy, happy. This is happy, high, high. These are songs. So what happens is they become rich and textured, and I can and I listen to them over and over and over again. And I it's almost this. like they were written specifically for me. And th by the way, this is the line where I felt like where and this might be Dude, me. I I'm crazy. Love whatever, lyrics. whatever. I get very creative during this time, and I'm like, I can write like crazy. Yeah. When did this come out? This came out when I was in college. Like 90s. I was like, sometimes it's like, is it because it's attached to okay, like a you memory? Another, you ready for another crazy song? I love your crazy song. Yeah. Hit All me. Right, this song is hardcore. This Madison, Wisconsin crazy song. You don't know this guy, but I know him. He's great. What's his name? Mishka Shabuli. But I never 
Oh, this is the part that I I would ruminate <laughs> right here. The kid, young Bible knows the tracks of stones. Okay, so that's one. Gideon's Bible. You want to see the? This was the recent one. You ready for this? Reminds me. This of was the recent Rocky one. Rocky Raccoon. Um. That song is so relatable too. As a comedian, I feel like you feel that vibe. Right. Of, oh, he's one of Stan like Hope's, he's one of Hope's good friends. Oh man, that makes um, so much sense. Same shot. I get like that with some Garth Brooks songs where it's he has a lot of songs about the rodeo, but for some reason I'm like, oh, being in the rodeo is a lot like being okay. a road comic. So you ready? You ready for the <laughs> so ready for the one that happened to me in in tech in uh, Denver? Oh yeah, Red Rocks this crazy is- song. <laughs> this this was like a two parter almost. So this was the song that started it because uh, I was like, I haven't listened to Steely Dan. I haven't listened to Steely Dan in forever. And so I would play, I played Steely Dan this whole album on, on repeat, repeat. On repeat. So wait, this song, but you then You have a this, very clear style of music that you like when you're up. It's that like... This is the one that fucked like me Zydeco up. Zydeco rock almost. This is... Uh, this song and I'll show you the exact part that fucking got me ready this is the part that got rich for me right real heavy okay you ready for you ready for another one this is (laughs) By the way, this is almost cathartic. This is another one. And this was like this was was like pal. This was like pal. This is fucking. Is it Jim Croce? No, you're you're gonna I think part of you is gonna go. Are you um, a big Eagles guy? Let me see if this is it. (laughs) Yep. I made everyone on our boat hold hands. This is how fucking No, we're all holding hands. I said, I want you guys to always remember this moment. Let's all hold hands and sing this together. (laughs) Just four grown men. No, 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 no. It was 11 people. Oh, okay. Just like Matt's crying. (laughs) This song is a great song. I mean, this is like a soundtrack song. That song is like, yeah, you're, what a perfect, you're like, we're in this magical moment. Ooh. That's like in the highlight reel of your life. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I got, this is, by the way, this is, uh, this is getting good. You ready for, you ready for one more? All right. One more. Where were you with this one? Um, uh, hang on. And this, this, if Andrew, my cousin heard this, he'd go, oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> um, I did. I feel like I lean into music in sad times. I get like bathe in my sadness with songs. Oh no! I have low music. I have low songs. So this was. You come so at me was, with some like B track no, of Blues Traveler. I'm gonna was, be really upset. This was Serbia, and this song could. This song to this day, 
if I'm feeling down, if I turn it on, it, it, lifts, rem- you. it lifts me every fucking time. And if I listen to this too much, it starts getting, I start feeling it and it gets rich and I, and I start really getting into it. That's a, is that like, like synesthesia level feeling it? I don't know. What's synesthesia? Synesthesia mean? is like when like some, like sometimes sounds have colors to me. Oh yeah, this is yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's like a very unique skill set that, or not skill. It's just like a thing. I don't right. call it a skill. It just is. Yeah, yeah, or people can smell colors. You ever heard this? I think so. Ah, oh, what a line. Yeah. When my baby When my baby comes home. Now that I think about it, I remember the first time that happened to me where I could where I could where a song just got rich and it was a Beastie Boys song. I was in college. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, it's so just... funny even saying this. I was like, I think that's why I'm so auditory. Yeah. Even like it's it like invokes more than just you're hearing it. Especially when I have these great. What do you what's matter? They're just like which Beastie Boys? Oh, I'm just excited. Oh no, the Beastie Boys song was uh, um, what I it was on it was on Paul's boutique. I wonder uh, what song it was. I remember the first, and I was like, wait, am I on drugs? I remember thinking, did I take drugs? Because I'm really hearing the song better than I've ever heard it. Uh, Were you in headphones was, at the time? I think it was High Plains Drifter. Let's see. Yeah. Because I was like, I was like inside the song. I can, you hear all the, all the beats they put in the song. Yeah. When you hear all the different parts and it's like. You can hear all the different parts and all of a sudden the song becomes very rich and you, you feel the different sounds inside the song and you hear that. Like when I hear that. I, and I don't, and I think you just keep listening to it over and over and over again, and, and all of a sudden it gets like, it's like uh, there's like so many depths. I was even like the the space oddity where you're doing the Dave, David Bowie song when I heard that in headphones. Yeah, I like, I'm not kidding. I think I, I mean, I also I listened to it. Like it was like right after my my dad died, but I was like spinning in like circles and dancing around my living room, like connected to this music in like a way that someone would go, "That's a crazy person." Yeah. Like if they just no context they just saw me like but it was like this it was like you're in inside of a song i missed that i haven't done that in a very long time i used to um by the way i'm gonna definitely sound certifiably crazy at this point i am certified i think i am too and i'm fucking cool with it i used to it's nice to be certified in something i used to have nights when i would we would just my wife would just say i i was i'd get weird and uh (laughs) And I used to just go out into my man cave. This is when we lived in, um, in our old house. And I'd go out into our man cave and I'd just get weird. And the family would be asleep. No one was going to walk in on me. I'd always be in a Speedo at some point. And then you'd just be like, and you'd be feeling it. And I'd put on a cowboy hat. And next thing you know, next you, know you got gloves on and you got a Speedo. And you're just, and you're listening to music, drinking. <laughs> you just, know how it is. Just getting fucking weird. Smoke a little weed. Smoke a little just bit of weed. Just a little bit of weed. Not, and you're just like, just high. Just oh. a little bit. And then. Just be like listening to music and, and finding songs like the Smiths. I, I could oh. I could get lost in the Smiths. And 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 music I think does something for me where it it 
it taps into my emotions in a way that I think I don't know if I, maybe I could do, but it's like a, it's like a spotter for getting into yourself, for like getting into your like feelings. Do you ever have a song where you start playing it and then already when you're halfway through, you're like, I want more of this. I have to start it from the top. Yeah, I want to start it from the top. You know, alone in my car, like, let's take it from the top all the time. Or like, I will, there's been multiple times like on the road or just alone at home where it's, I, it's so funny. It's like, people are gonna think I'm certifiably crazy. I'm like, there's nothing I love better than being alone and just with music and being like, I'm just gonna move my body however it feels like. And sometimes I'll like, just, I'm gonna get dressed oh. up. Like for what? Oh, the other night, the other night I was um, drunk and I was listening to uh, a Wagon Wheel. You know, that's- Oh, is it the- the medicine, medicine pro- Olco medicine. Oh, show. It's one of my favorite songs. It's one of my. It's one of the. We were just playing it on the guitar here, thinking God. that who was here, that that Shane Gillis wouldn't know what it was, and he was like, "Yeah, I definitely know Wagon Wheel." That's so funny. Yeah, <laughs> we were playing on the guitar, thinking I was like, "Oh, I just wrote this, fucking with him," and he was like, "No, I know what it is." That's it's Wagon, Wagon Wheel. Wheel. It's a yeah. very popular. Well, Darius Rucker made it even more mainstream. I played it for T Pain, and T Pain's like, "This is the dumbest song I've ever heard." And I was like, "Hold on." T-Pain, you're afraid of your heart is what's happening. <laughs> he's, he's, you're, you heard that, T-Pain. Yeah, you, yeah, that's come. We But we played it in karaoke and it's a really hard song to sing. Uh, I know, but I love singing it. It's one of, it's fun. It's, it's, it's good. It's uh, What were the chord structure? G, there's a G in there somewhere. It's super I looked it up easy once. to play. Oh yeah, the chords, but yeah. then. And then I always default to like wanting to sing the Darius Rucker version because that's how I learned it. G A A E. What is it? Is it no? Wait, what is it? It's a second fret, so it goes. Wait. No. 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 That can't be it. As a professional musician, are you like culling the instinct for your head to explode? Right there. Wait, right, right here? Yep, right in the middle finger. Wow. Wow. How come it doesn't sound like it did the other day? Thumbing my way into North Carolina. Stand up the road. Pray to God I see headlights. I made it down the coast in 17 hours Picking me a bouquet of dogwood flowers And I'm hoping for Raleigh I'll be there on the 30th <laughs> tonight So rock me mama like a wagon wheel Rock me mama any way you feel Hey mama rock me Rock me, mama, like the wind and the rain. Rock me, mama, like a southbound train. Hey, mama, rock me. Here, get to the part. Ready, ready. This is the hard part. So go keep. Wait, 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 wait. Poker one. No, this this part is like. Yeah, there he goes. He's like. uh, I'm ready. Ready, ready. Try to sing it and keep up with it because I I had a hard time with this. I'll probably fuck it up and do the Darius version, but I'll try. Okay, here we go and. Run from the cold up in New England. I was born to be a filler in an old time string band. My baby plays a guitar. I pick a banjo now. Whole North Country winners keep getting me down. Lost my money, 
playing poker, so I had to leave town. But I ain't a turning back to live in that old life no more. You did it right. You did it right. Barely. So rock me, mama, like a wagon wheel. Rock me, mama, any way you feel. Hey, mama, rock me. Rock me, mama, like the wind and the rain. Rock me, mama, like a southbound train. Hey, mama, rock me. Okay, this, this part hard, is hard, too. Go to the next verse. Ready? And walk Walking to the south out of Roanoke. I got a trucker out of Philly, had a nice long tow. But he's ahead and west from the Cumberland Gap to Johnson City, Tennessee. I gotta get my move on before the sun. I hear my baby calling my name, and I know that she's the only one. And if I die in Raleigh, at least I will die free. So rock me, mama, like a wagon wheel. Rock me, mama, any way you feel. Hey. Mama, rock me. <laughs> rock me, mama, like the wind and the rain. Rock me, mama, like a southbound train. Hey, mama, rock me. Well, you sang that great. You should, everyone should go pick up your song. Yeah, now I need whiskey. By the way, Jennifer Nettles, she, she, is she the best? Jennifer Nettles, by the way, was in love with my fit, my song, Mississippi like it doesn't it doesn't surprise me she's got a song called down in Mississippi it's so good if anybody asked nothing they would I'll be down in Mississippi enough to know oh my god she's I my pitched... favorite she literally is my favorite singer like Sugarland is like password security questions on some of my stuff which I shouldn't say on this podcast but I am so I was in love with Sugarland when she released her first like the solo album she did a few years ago I was like Ugh. let's see if we can call that her. was me geeking out like the of all the things you've done i was like jennifer nettles by the way i just i got a new phone number so no one's answering it i'd have to text her and go hey this is bert i got a new phone number <laughs> but yeah she has got it she has a beautiful voice i, I absolutely love jennifer yeah that like cody really rhodes and country. i cody rhodes and i say that she is our secret crush like she is she's my she's secret. so she's beautiful secret crush. she's got an amazing amazing voice and and just from observational outside like i don't know her but like Seems like a great personality. Oh, she too. seems is like delightful. Raging alcoholic, very violent. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> also, my kind of that that explained why I love her so much. No, she is she is absolutely fantastic. Oh, I, you want to talk I about like good her. lyrics? If you just ever dig into like a Sugarland song, if you want to like feel shit, play, play, pull up Sugarland. I want to. You know, I've listened to I listened to Jennifer. What I get into is whenever Jennifer does covers, and she's covered a bunch of stuff. Oh yeah, her her Pearl Jam cover. Have you heard the no? Um, what is that song? The the, can't find a better man she like oh are you serious yeah oh it's so good type in jennifer nettles better man well i got a fucking screening i gotta go to all right we gotta we should get close to wrapping this up we're i'm doing a podcast and we are listening to you fan. Oh God, oh, i'm sitting with your biggest fan right here i love here. you jennifer <laughs> sad cheese and- <laughs> <laughs> we're listening to you sing better we're man. listening to you sing better man and it's fucking amazing uh, yeah from the light Hey, Max, how you doing, buddy? Hey, <laughs> I can see some comic books. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all over the wall. Take a look. Oh, these are great. So fun. Yeah, what we're... do you got 
with you, Fran. Uh, this is uh, Jessica Michelle Singleton. I'm a comedian. She's a comedian. I, I'm a big fan of your work. I wrote one country song. You're my favorite artist. Anyway, we're just talking about it on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. We were just seeing your face. How was Red Rocks? Oh, it was fucking awesome. Was, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I didn't realize. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. It was awesome. I'll give you a call later. I was I was on the podcast and I just wanted to tell I you. Love that you love that song and the whole live album is super fun. Oh, the whole I've listened to the whole live album multiple times. It's one. It's my favorite. Like one of my favorite car road trip ones. Yeah. You're nice. killer. Thank you for your work. Nice. You're great. Nice to meet you. <laughs> so great to meet you. I'll talk to you later. Bye. She's the fucking best. Yeah, I was playing it really cool. But you I should... handle meeting your heroes way better than Bert does. Oh Let me no, just tell I you was re- I was really trying to reel it in. Like I don't want them to think I'm a dork. I was like, "Hey, Jennifer, cool." And in my head, I was like, "Why don't you stay?" Like it's going. Hey, I love you. <laughs> I want to go to Sugarland. I have been talking about betting a lot. I think it's because I was in Tallahassee and I was talking to my friends. We used to text a number to a beeper and they would give us the picks. And it was so good to know you were going into a game with just a little insight, a little, little, look, if you're into sports betting, you know how quickly the lines can change. And if you got a lot riding on those odds, it pays to stay ahead of the curve. So before placing your bets, listen to the daily tip presented by BetMGM for the best betting analysis and information. I love the daily tip because they make me feel confident in the bets I'm placing. A lot can change between last night's game and today's odds. The Daily Tip gives you an early look at all the angles. Hosts Michael Jenkins and Chelsea Messenger break down the big takeaways and make sure you know everything so you can bet smarter with featured guests like bookmakers, Odyssey insiders, and BetMGM experts. You will always get a fresh take on the action. Your friends are going to be wondering, how does he know what I don't know? We live in the same house. How's he knowing all this? Anyway, as much fun as it is to bet on the game, it's even more fun when you have the inside scoop. Get Ready to bet with an edge. Are you ready to bet with an edge? I'm ready to bet with an edge. Tune in to the daily tip presented by BetMGM. Listen weekdays, 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern on Odyssey, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Oh, she what is, a woman. She has got great voice. She ever she sang one time we were backstage and we were just messing around. And I said, I have a really great voice. And she was like, really? I said, I probably probably have the best voice on this whole cast <laughs> and she goes really and i said have you ever seen heard me sing hallelujah and i started messing around with it and i actually have an okay like voice. you can carry it too like right? yeah like uh and she just started singing with me no warm-up just started that uh day what's the hallelujah song it's so fucking good the, oh, i heard it's, 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 it's david played and it pleased the lord and she, you don't, and she just is like, "Ha, you don't really care." Just dropped her dick on the table with and, her voice. And everyone, everyone, it's at the very end. It's at the very end. It's oh, it's at the in very, here. very end. Hallelujah! Oh, that. Okay, here, turn it up. Turn it up. Oh. she did this. She did this backstage. I got goosebumps. And everyone. I'm trying to not cry. Uh, me too. <laughs> Me too. She is amazing. She's magical. She's just one of those people you go like, oh, you have like emotional. She did that backstage and it was everyone's working. And all of a sudden I'm I'm fucking around. No one, no one's everyone's still working while I'm fucking around. I'm saying hallelujah. Life stops. She she just chimes in and starts and just goes, Hallelujah. And everyone (laughs) just like that just stopped (laughs) and and stopped. It was almost like like time froze everyone stopped 
and everyone was backstage staring at her. And she finished, and she and all of a sudden she was unaware of it. She was like, "Are you gonna put my mic on?" And those sound guys like this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, everyone stopped. It's it's literally like we think of like the word mesmerizing and stuff like that gets overused. But her music is like every new song I ever heard of theirs as they came out was just like. <gasps> like just they especially I mean they've got a lot of fun upbeat ones Sugarland yeah. but then when you get into their like emotional stuff and like they've got like heartbreak stuff and she has these songs about you know losing people she loves and that voice with just so much emotion behind it you're like oh yeah those are some of my up song like my songs are like Sugarland songs like what you were playing yeah. I like turn on stay and b cry in the shower <laughs> God. Well, I'm so glad we did this. Yeah, this, this is great. A, Thanks for having me. Very cathartic. Yeah, it's not like real I'm, serious, but we got, that's we got, fine. We got a little serious, but then we played some music and we called Jennifer Nettles. We called Jennifer. I, <laughs> she's not going to remember my name, but like for a second she knew my name and that's like so cool. Yeah, she's, oh, uh, well. Can't well, wait for Mississippi Lickin'. I know. I got to fucking write Mississippi Lickin'. That and Tito's and Speedo's and If I Die in Tally. I will come right with that's you. That's my other one. If, if I Die in Tally. If everyone else doesn't want to, I, I will tell come. Tell me if you like this. This is, tell me. <laughs> I just put this together. Tell me if you think this would sound good, okay? This is for uh, If I Die in Tally. What a song. Wait. Wait. I'm, I'm playing a... I'm playing a... I was like, this just feels like a song that's already... I'm playing a Blind Melon song. Yeah, I was like, I feel like... This I is, don't want to step on your creativity, but I think this is... By the way, this, is, this, this is, is going to be played. This is going to be played at my funeral, okay? This song. Tally. If I Die in Tally. No. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I can't remember the words to this. Fuck. Don't think the sun's coming out today. Oh. No, so now I'm just singing about your funeral. <laughs> That's so sad. That's my favorite fucking song. Uh, By the way, that is a a spiral song that I've gotten into and I've repeated and repeated and it just gets richer. Play real quick. Let's play. Can you play Blind Melon Changes? This fucking song. This song. Like this for you is what Dan Fogelberg's leader of the band is for me. <laughs> I just cry over like a man that doesn't exist. <laughs> Look at, look, by the way, Shannon Hoon was a fucking stud. Oh, hey, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, I got to get the guys, any, any of the, all, all Blind Melons, all, by all of Blind Melon songs, all of Blind Melon songs, They're, I mean, are my favorite. I'm a huge Blind Melon fan. How, where are you at on Blues Traveler? I'm okay. I feel like you're like, I just am like, who has guy. harmonica? Cocaine in New Orleans and he passed away in his fucking bunk. That's crazy. This feels dark. It's going to be played at my funeral. <laughs> say, and they'll say, hey, look at him. I'm going to live that way. That's okay. This is a good send-off song now, you know? I got a picture. All right. All right. We can end it. I got a picture. <laughs> I got to figure out who I want to sing that song at my funeral. I need to, I need to pal up with some musicians. I need like a, I need like a famous rock star friend who has got to be, have to be younger than me, I guess. Oh, yeah. Wait. Oh, I wonder if I get, no. 
What if I get Fred Durst? I know Durst? mid-level I wonder, art, alt I, rock people. I know, Fred, I know Fred Durst. I wonder if I can get him to play Nookie at my funeral. Dude, I mean, that would be so funny. <laughs> he did it all for the Nookie. And Girl. everyone starts moshing. Fucking, dude, I went through a big- Your casket I, just gets knocked down and set on fire. <laughs> we played, they had never listened to uh, Limp Bizkit when we were in Serbia. And I was playing Limp Bizkit and they were like, who is this? And I was like, are you being Whoa. serious? I was like, this is fucking- What a mind I fuck. go, this is, I was like, and they had never heard Nookie. They had never heard Nookie. And we're in the- changed Serbian culture. And they're like, and then, and then I was like, hold on. Do you remember, have you ever heard Faith by George Michael? And they were like, yeah. I go, listen to this version. I played it and they were like, oh, what oh is, God. I was like, hold on. And then I was like, I can take you through a masterclass. So I, Fred Durst wrote music for me. Like That's so, that just, was for yeah. me. Yeah. I, Faith by- Corn and fucking Limp Bizkit oh. were my soundtrack of me starting stand-up. That's so, what a soundtrack too. I the, the Limp Bizkit version of Faith is the first one I heard. So then when I heard George Michael, I was like, well, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> what is this pussy? They ruined a good song. Oh, they really gave this song up, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, oh, what a fucking go cry to your mommy. What is Jesus this shit? Jesus Christ, did he write this to a dude? <laughs> yeah, and he did. And, <laughs> and God did. bless him. <laughs> My God. Wait, play the beginning. By the way, this is horrible that I'm just playing music on this fucking podcast. <laughs> play the beginning of Faith. It all play has to get Limp cut Bis for rights. Limp Bizkit's Faith. Was like a game changer. You're like, okay, I need to know more about this band. I need to know more. I need to find out their first album. This was so. I just was like, I got to punch out a window. By the way, look at the size of that. That, that arena. Oh my God, young Fred Durst. What a different man. Well, it is. It, I want to know. He's got a body like me. They just censored out her whole nipple. That was crazy. Yeah. It's a nippleless tit. I give my heart away and I know all the things what a great time to be a rock star Dude, yeah this was what's so funny like band it's a big thing I feel like on, when bands are on the come up I didn't know this but my boyfriend who's a musician is like yeah record labels always want you to do a good cover and now I'm like did somebody suggest this to them or were they like we got a cover <laughs> look at fucking look at Fred Durst but uh, I'm so oh is that Lib Schreiber <laughs> <laughs> crowd dude can i tell you can i tell you oh the best part of this song right here when it picks up okay uh, okay hit 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 pause the, <laughs> the fucking their guitarist wes borland is possibly one of the most fascinating human beings in music really i feel so i feel like a very very talented guitarist but, oh, but just the, the way he looks at art and and by the way that one guy in the band doesn't that kind of look like the the chick from um from european vacation the guy in the middle the guy on the left on the okay left? wait pull up on a separate page <laughs> european vacation chevy chase european vacation oh my god i haven't watched this in so long it, i don't remember they what she look looks like so similar they look like they look like they could be twins uh just pick up the images of european vacation just go images cast just pick a picture of the thing go to the go to the picture of the movie yeah the cover? yeah okay click on the one any one where she would be in it is it the wife who no no it's the it's the daughter right here like zoom oh. in on her the daughter oh, doesn't yeah. <laughs> they kind of look alike look at that right, kid. Right, right, a little bit a little bit That's, by the way he's gonna kick my ass i mean i think but she's gonna fucking, kick your ass i'm telling you man i fucking <laughs> love limp biscuit they're, that's just good. Baby. It was such good rage music at that time. Where oh. you were just like, ah. Where you just like. Mm. Dude, their first album. Their first album is fucking awesome. Really? Counterf counterfeit. Counterfeit. What is it? 
Uh, I is don't even know. Three, two, three dollar bill, y'all. Is Something it three dollar bill, y'all? Is it five dollar, three dollar bill, y'all? Wait, two dollar bill, limp. I'll tell you right now. It's uh, <laughs> it's three dollar bill, y'all. That nineteen ninety seven. That album is fucking awesome. Chocolate Starfish. One oh. of my favorite songs ever is the fucking oh, yeah. remix they do. Rolling Air, Urban Assault Air Raid with oh. fucking DMX. Oh my god. DMX's verse in this song. Can <laughs> can you just play Rolling Urban Assault Vehicle? The DMX's <laughs> verse in this song. By the way, this is the least monetized podcast I've ever done in my life. But I don't give a fuck. Like <laughs> DMX's verse in this is so fucking good. Just hit play. Track. Play the fuck. Doom, doom, doom. Limp Biscuit. DMX. Method Man. Method Man. We just keep on rolling, baby. Are you ready? I mean, what a fucking. Are you ready? What a fucking. What, how, how white guy am I? Are you, I mean, this I is mean, like. This is Pig, like, yeah. You're so white guy. Okay, scoot up, scoot up to. Scoot up to Scoot up a little bit. What a difference, because yeah, yeah. I was like a poofy-haired elementary schooler when this Listen came out. Listen to DMX like, slide yeah. into this. DMX. Are you ready? Yeah, he was great. Oh, this is Method Man. When I let these nuts hang, fuck, this is Wu-Tang. <laughs> I know this. I play this. Like this is a great back. treadmill song. This is a great Oh, this is a great, song. like, run your ass off oh, song. Oh, fuck, yeah. Listen to him slide into DMX. This is Method Man right here. Is it further what? So what? Yeah, shut the fuck up. This is Red Man. Listen to DMX. DMX is such a talent. Listen to this. I I, I, I can't tell you. We'll never get another DMX. No. Listen to this, how beautiful this. This is Method Man again. Method Man's fucking amazing. I know. I could be best friends with Method Man. Method like, Man's be, great. I would what? love to be friends with him. You should be friends with him. I'm going to reach out to him and say, hey, man, do you like to be friends? You be friends? We'll do arms together. <laughs> I can't right now. But <laughs> I can't right now, but when I get my arms. You just want to hang? Okay. DMX comes in, and you're just like. It just, like, oh. lights it on fire. Okay, here we go. Okay. Okay. Give it a little. Give it a little. A little judge. Okay. Here he comes in. He comes after this. I feel like way, this was me. Are, what Lady Marmalade was for me. There are forty-eight-year-old like, men. There are forty-eight-year-old men in their car right now listening to this, going, "Fuck this. This song. I'm gonna get this fucking album. I haven't listened to this song in a while." And they're gonna download the whole album. You just bumped up that album just by playing this. Here we go. DMX. You ready? He's the best. He's the fucking greatest. Also, what a just like, what a whole group on this entire track. This is a like great what a combination. Fucking hats off to Fred Durst. Yeah. I'm a bastard. I ain't never been shit. I ain't gonna be shit. Whenever I see shit, I'm trying to think if there's anything before this where like, like a rock group came together with like rap like that's really walk this way yeah think but your mouth okay you can hit it off all right we got to wrap this up i gotta go to a screening
Uh, this has been it's a been great, great podcast. listening to your Spotify I'm sorry, list. I'm, yeah, I'm sorry for everyone that we just listened to music at the end. But, but you love so music. Much, Fuck I, you all. I'm, everyone I'm loves going music. Through, I'm going through a big music thing right now. Yeah, well, it's great. Music's amazing. Yeah, music's fucking amazing. So everyone, if anything, go online. Buy Jessica. What, what's the name of your song again? My country song's called Now I Need Whiskey. Now I Need Whiskey. It's on iTunes. It's on iTunes. I bought it. Yeah, it's fun. And I have a new comedy album coming out called Horny for Death. When's that come out? Uh, it's for pre-sale now. It drops on October 1st. I don't know when this oh, will so be this out. Will, this will be, this will be out already. Then so it's out. It's out. Go get both of them. You're in the iTunes library. Go get both of them. Yes, thank And you. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Number one, number one, that money goes directly to her. So it helps pay her rent. It helps pay her car payment, her cell phone. It pays for my rheumatoid arthritis, doctors. Please. <laughs> she needs keep your money. Keep me alive. She's, keep her alive. Go get her album and go get her song. And uh, and thank you for doing this. Thanks this for having me. And by the way, I got the last one thing I want to share before this. The most awkward exchange I've ever had with a oh, human being. Do you God. remember this? In Cleveland? In Cleveland. And I was I, like, he doesn't know how to, he's like, I, I don't, yeah, I remember this. <laughs> the most awkward exchange. Have I told you this? I think you said it on a podcast. I'm sure I did. I, it Grabbing was right, a beer, right? It was right when the Me Too movement was happening. Yeah. And we were working together and we got back to the hotel and I wasn't done partying. Yeah. And I, and no, and I said to you, I said, okay, so. He goes, I, uh, listen, if you were a male comic, I wouldn't even like think about this. I have like beers and a sweet and like we would drink beers, but I want you to. And I, I go, I go you, feel free to say no. Please feel, feel to say no. And make sure that, that you know nothing will happen to that. I, don't, I won't be in my feelings hurt. But I'm not done drinking. And I want to talk comedy. And I just want to gossip. And I wanted to. We made five minutes into beer. And you're like, I can't do this. And yeah. I was like, what? I was like, oh, man. Am I like a... No, no, no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to accuse you, face. No, no, no. You were texting with a boy. Oh, uh, was with I? You were texting with a boy. Yeah. And I was like... And I was like... if you And what I was going to say is, put your fucking phone down. Because if you're a guy, I'd be like... Dude, we're not getting pussy tonight. Dude, you, I are, am. you are you are home. That's so funny. So I don't even know who I would have been. You were texting with a boy, and I was like, and you were and you I were definitely like, wasn't getting like dick on the road, though. I would have No. That's was, so funny. I'm such a bro that like if you had been like, put your fucking phone down, I would have been like, yeah, you're you were like texting with a boy, and I felt like I go, you know what? She's she's young, she's a girl, she's a doing living her own life, Bert. I'm like, you're fucking old fucking road comic alcoholic and all no, you want to do I was just all like, I wanted to do is gossip about comics. No, just, I'm so mad now. And I was like I was like I don't know how to act because like with Taylor Thomas is the only other woman I've toured with. Yeah. And there was like a there was like a separation between church and state. It's like Taylor would go to her room and go and she didn't drink and so she'd go to her room which was fine. Good evening. Yeah, and like one night she went out with me in DC. And I just remember going, are you having a good time? And I realized she had her backpack on the whole time. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, let's just let you go. Damn. And so now I just, now, and like now I, I haven't, I, the next woman I will be on the road with is Rosebud Baker, who doesn't drink. I was on the road with her in Philly and she went to her green room and I was like, I was like, I don't know how to, because with guys, I'm very fucking I'm probably very me too-y with my guys. And You're then I'm bro-y. like, You're then like I'm come like, on, man. Hey, come have fun room. with me. Yeah, don't. And like, I'll just go in the room and sit there. And I, and I, she went to her room and I was like, well, I'll give her space. I don't want to like, oh. yeah. And so. That's so funny because I like love having fun. My favorite thing to do is just grabbing drinks and staying up late, just talking comedy, talking. I like, could do it all night. Yeah, me too. And then I was like, oh man, being a woman sucks. Like, <laughs> just was like, oh, my pussy ruined friendship <laughs> by existing. Well, no, but there's like, there's, I, you learn the hard way. Cause like, I remember I remember doing like a prank to Nikki Glazer and oh and no, it, and it, it hurt her feelings. And I was like, Ooh. oh yeah, I was girls, like, I can't. Like, I got in the shower with Dave Williamson one time, and I was like, <laughs> and I, 
Does that did we put that online? I, yeah. We did. Uh, we were in the shower, and we were. I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna get in the shower with Dave." And there's a bus, and we were driving, and there's a tiny shower, <laughs> and I got in the shower with him and just took a shower, and I was like, "This is what guys do." And so I did that with Dave and with Nikki. I like took a. I did. I don't. I don't want to even say what it was because I don't. But you don't I wanted her, like feelings to get hurt again or something. No, no. It was like, like I took a video of her on the treadmill or something. I don't know. Something like it was something. Just I just felt very personal and like. And I don't know. And you she can't just ju- was like. Oh, also, women get weird about like if I look bad in the video, it's not funny. And yeah, like, and so, it's not funny immediately. You could do it to someone, but if they post a video, you think you look fat. You're like, it's not funny at all. Yeah, and <laughs> and it's and so it was like it was uh, and and so I'm always very more cognizant of how I treat women when they're on the road with me because I'm like like Rosebud is doing um I think is doing a a run with us up like dc new york boston Hell yeah and i was like she's great but i was like i was like hey just so you know you're gonna be staying on the bus with us like and she was like i know and i'm like yeah, i know i know but we're like we're not i here. had to like learn on my end because i was like a tomboy i was friends with all the guys i had to learn that it's like it's not the same not in a like you don't belong here way but like it's not the same funny when i get naked and go streaking because i'm a naked woman and people are like i don't know how to but I was very much like I, I vividly really remember a guy from high school being like his girlfriend's like I'll drive the car and he's like because he was too drunk and he's like women don't drive my truck and then he's like Jess you're driving women don't <laughs> like drive I my was truck. very I just thought of myself as I had to learn that I was a lady and be like oh even though I feel like I'm one of the guys and a lot of times they treat me like that there are moments where it's like it's gonna be someone's gonna get weird if you think that it's funny to have your tits out oh that's so funny i have this picture of you <laughs> oh is it the one with uh nick in the background the owner of the <laughs> was that you i was a little drunk i'm very sorry no it's this one. Oh yeah i have a i have a front-facing one you have where... a front-facing one? yeah i have a front-facing one where i start i don't know where i've posted it it's somewhere <laughs> this one <laughs> <laughs> it's that exact wall and I turned around. For, I don't know. I was a little drunk because I got, but I like stick my stomach out, tits out. I like when I posted, I covered them with like emojis. But Nick, the very nice old man owner, <laughs> no, yeah. is like trying to move the sign inside, and he's just in the background horrified. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> being like, look, I'm Berkeley. <laughs> sure. God damn it. Well, yeah. this has been a blast. Thank Thanks you for, for having this. me. Yeah. Congratulations on the new album on the on the and the song thanks fucking awesome can't I wait everyone... for mississippi lick if you ever want to write songs together holler man and we'll get jennifer nettles to sing them i'm gonna write it and then give it to jennifer and have her record it and see if it it could be a hit i i think it will be a well hit. i guess if she sings it it will be a hit yeah she Fuck. could sing the dictionary but yeah. still then you get to be part of that and that's fun all right i'm gonna go to screening all right goodbye everyone goodbye This episode was brought to you by The Machine.